0: This is Judge Dredd. I am the law. You betray the law! You betray the law! You betray the law! law. Welcome
1: back, everyone, to the Dreadful cyberpunk cast. My name is Andy. And I am P.K. And we are here to read, react, to interview the original 2080 Judge Dredd comic. This episode of the podcast, our 61st episode, we'll be looking at uh, Prog's 174, 175, and 176, particularly the Judge Child arc, Yep, part 19,
0: 20, and 21, PK. You laid a bomb on me today. I did not realize how far we were into the Judge Child arc. Yeah. We're near the end of it. We're I thought we were in. halfway through.
1: And I'm super excited because... Uh, we don't know what's coming up next well yeah well i'm the one who reads ahead right yeah the farthest i have read of Judge Dread, outside of the few new comics that we've gotten is of these compendiums is just the end of this arc okay once we get up to this arc i get to start reading new stuff again so i'm excited i'm excited about that that's exciting yeah Um, because i i know that you at this point in time you and i were like okay judge chat we know what's coming we know what's coming after Judge Child,
0: I don't know what's coming for a long time. Yeah, I the really next thing don't. I know is 50 progs away? Really? 50 progs away? 50. I know the Judge Death arc is is going to return in about I think that's a long time. Maybe away. it's like 75 progs away. I thought it was like 30
1: years later they come No, no, Judge not 30
0: Death. years because it's like Judge Death appears and is killed and appears 100 progs later. Hmm. That's what I remember vaguely. We got a while to go before that happens still. But no, it could happen in, 50, in like, uh,
1: 50-ish progs or what have you, or 100 yeah. progs. I could see that.
0: Because they said 100 progs. That's I what know. I remember.
1: I'll have to check this out. We'll see. We'll, don't don't correct us, guys. Don't yeah. tell me. I want to be surprised. Um, What do you remember, PK, about not the last time we met, but the right. time before the last? Because we had to re-record episode 59.
0: Uh, more space shit. Lopez died. He
1: mm. took some drugs. Lopez... Was kind of pressured. Not kind of. He was, he was pressured, pressured by into taking Judge Dread to do
0: some marijuana. Not marijuana. Toad ass. Some toad <laughs> ass, to, ass spice. To drop in some acid. Yeah. Uh, and Judge that's why you don't do drugs, kids. Because you
1: die like Lopez when you... Like how killed.
0: I killed Lopez.
1: But those specifically happened during the Jigsaw Man. Oh, uh, the one, Jigsaw Man. Remember that? I do remember the man it was, disappearing. It was uh the pilot of the ship. Holy shit, that, wait, I just he, remember that whole planet being really weird. It was weird as fuck, yeah. That's the whole like, gimmick was their hat was that nothing makes sense.
0: What were the aliens looking like? They were like frog people? They were like... Clown, frog, weird people, yeah. Doing yeah, they they like doing cartwheels, and they were like street. It was streets. MC Escher.
1: Yeah, it was it was an MC Escher world, effectively, because they even had a melting clock. You pointed that. That's out. That's right. But which this is, yeah. this pilot named Prosser was the guy who was the pilot of the ship the Angel Gang stole in Texas City. Oh, and the, the, the judge child was actually pretty evil. Well, he, Judge Dredd is hypothesizing this. What if
0: the child is bad?
1: Because. Technically, Pharaoh, remember the garbage god Pharaoh? I do remember and, the garbage yes. And Prosser wouldn't have died had the judge child, Owen Chrysler, not predicted their deaths and told them out loud.
0: Right. The jigsaw Listen. man got the jigsaw disease on the planet they they dumped, they him, off dumped him off on. Yep. So, so, so had
1: they not dumped him off, he would not have died. And they wouldn't have dumped him off if the Owen Chrysler hadn't told you're going to die from disease. So, so that kid, I
0: think, is a bad kid.
1: And Dredd is beginning to suspect as much as well. I think later he turns into a a grub. Uh, We've talked about this multiple times. I don't want to know if you're right. I really don't. I'll save
0: that for a while. I think Um, he's he's a grub or his son is a grub. Grubs become involved. You know what? It's been running once a week for like
1: 40 years. I'm not surprised, okay? I'm not surprised at grubs. (coughs) You ready to get into this, PK? Hell yeah, let's read. Okay, so... This prog was released August 23rd, 1980. Script is by John Howard. Wagner. Artist is Ron Smith, our buddy, and Tom Frame. And this prog is called Salesman. PK, start with our... Oh, uh, sorry. I'll do narration because it's technically Dred's Log. My okay. So, from Dred's Log, day 80, 2100 hours. Heading for planet Xanadu and the Judge Child this morning at 4:17 the robots woke us up from deep sleep a distress signal was coming from one of the many refugee stations along this stretch of the spaceways and PK describe this beautiful full art panel
0: here. Uh, we have a cool looking like space station it says it looks it looks like a lighthouse but in space uh,
1: that's very apt yep
0: um, it has a, you know a tower with a giant bulb on top it has refugee station written on the down the side of the lighthouse part. And there's, like, a little area under it, and there's, like, a little, you know, like, a little building, I guess. A little sh- short, squat, flat, one-story building. Yeah. Uh, there's a little... Uh, 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 tr- Arboretum? Green hairs. Ar- yeah, green hairs. Greenhouse. Greenhouse. Ar- Arboretum attached to it. And there's a little docking station to the right and a little satellite underneath it. It looks like a pretty, you know, pretty standard s- space station. Pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Um, And it says... um. I think this might be Larder saying this, so I'll have you say the line. Probably
0: shipwreck survivors. We'll dock and we'll pick them up.
1: And now, PK, if you'll read the narration, please, and then describe what we have going on here.
0: Only one <laughs> man came aboard.
1: <laughs> oh no, this is Dread. sorry, sorry. Okay. Only one man came aboard. I say man. He was hardly that. I left him to cool in the airlock until the translators picked him up. Again, remember, translators, the little oh, translators in yeah. the
0: throat. But So he's he an alien? Describe this man. He looks like Father Earth with a tribal African mask.
1: Yeah, yeah, fair. I don't know if that's a mask or if that is his face.
0: Oh, that's a good point. Um, uh, But he's he bipedal. Like, bipedal. He's wearing, like, a, a gown of vines. Like a tunic that goes all the way down to his shins. Yeah. Of... Of... Of grass, of vines. Yeah. He's or hair.
1: Five-fingered... It h- could be hair.
0: It could be hair. Like it bear. looks more like
1: grass to me. Like a,
0: like a Viking bear shirt. Um, I could kind of see that. But it looks
1: more like grass. The most prominent thing is that he has spider legs for hair.
0: Yeah, he, he has... has- Three spider legs sticking out of the top of his head. Three
1: giant, like, two or three foot spider legs coming out of the top of his head. And, like, an African tribal mask. And he's yeah. carrying,
0: like, a little uh, briefcase. He does have a little briefcase. I um, missed that. It looks like, like a lunchbox, almost. Pika, this
1: is our salesman. And I need you to give him a weird voice. But one you can sustain, because he does have a lot of lines, okay? Okay. So go for it. Um, I will tell you right now, his name is pronounced Rhinus. Limpo Pomp Quince. Limpo Pop Quince. So, Rhinus Limpo Quince. Give him his voice, PK. Go for it.
0: Greetings, good friends. Rhinus Limpo Pop Quince, traveler, purveyor of fine merchandise through 17 systems, at your service! Keep going. I'll thank you to set me down at the next center of habitation. Meanwhile, Perhaps I can interest you in some of my most quality wares?
1: And we now kind of like pan out, and it's Larder and Dredd looking at a, a, a screen. And Larder has uh, got his pilot helmet on, and he's kind of like talking all outside his mouth to Judge Dredd. Go for it.
0: A, gal- <clears throat> a galactic traveling salesman. We should have put no hawkers, we should have put up a no hawkers notice.
1: Under galactic convention, even hitchhikers have to be picked up. Even the uh, let the oddball in, Larder. We'll drop him off first chance. On board, and Limpo pop Quince is now in front of the whole crew, which now amounts to Larder, Hershey, Dread, because Lopez is dead. And they're robots. They and there are technically robots, good point. But Limpo pop Quince has got his arms extended like, hey! gingly. He gangly, that's probably because, you know, the He's alien. very spindly. Uh, go for his lines, PK.
0: Friend, it is, friends, it is your lucky day when your path crosses that of Rhinus Limpo Pop quince Perfumes and spices from the 17 systems. Cloth from the galaxy's finest weavers. Precious stones and... Rottle and bones?
1: <laughs> Rottle bones, yes.
0: Synthetic hair and tableware. Large things and small things. Don't make sense at all things.
1: <laughs>
0: Rhinus can Supply.
1: And Hershey's like... All that from that little suitcase. Because again, he's having like a regular little like work briefcase kind yeah. of thing. Now, Rhinus opens up his briefcase. We can see it's like, um, if you remember Let's that CDs. I was thinking more, think of that scene in Toy Story 2. Oh. Where the guy who fixes up Woody, he opens up that really nice it, box. And it has all, these all those trays cool
0: tools and the, It's like a, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, it, it, it's,
1: it's a bunch of trays going like stacked on top of each other. And uh, he
0: is gesturing to it. Go for it, PK. Ah, small perhaps, but touched by the magic of the ter, ter- Warpers. No item is too large, no number is too great. Rhinus Limpopop Quince's case can never be full. So he has the thing from uh, Harry Potter. You know, the, the Mad-Eye Moody. Ooh, that is a good point. But smaller. A trunk.
1: Yeah, it's 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 uh it's a TARDIS effectively. Yeah, uh, it's, it's bigger on the in. Big on the inside. Yeah. It's bigger on the inside. So we turn the page. That's an interesting thing. Now, PK, a bewildering array of merchandise comes from the suitcase, and PK, describe what's going on here.
0: It looks like that scene in Aladdin where the room is just full of treasure.
1: Oh yeah. But.
0: Instead of treasure, it's weird stuff. So there's like a broom and a birdcage. There's like
1: a, a tie with like comes into four ties. And a
0: cane.
1: There's a couple of mats. There's some
0: phones, I think, and some pots and pans. I see an old clock. It looks like the set of the prices, right? If so, if like Eric just comes through <laughs> and knocks the whole showcase, Dokes the
1: whole shit in a pile. Yeah, it's very much that. It, it's just a mess. And Rhinus is saying as he's pulling more and more stuff out of this seemingly small box go for it.
0: <laughs> Jar of pickled stinkers? No? Mucka mucka greb swatter? No! Try that again. Mucka mucka meb mucka mucka greb swatter? No! <laughs> in two-headed prayer bonnet! And Hershey in the background,
1: at Hershey, Larder and Dredder just like look, looking on like they haven't had a chance to say anything yet. Yeah. And Hershey's he's, like He's just pulling more and more stuff out. The room's overflowing and the suitcase is still half full. How does he do it? Some kind of space warp. And now we see Rhinus has a a little Nanja dragon case, like a little like a little action figure. Yeah, there's a little action figure with like a Chinese dragon with, yeah, a, guy yeah, with a guy riding it. Yeah, with a guy riding it. And it says Nanja dragon with rider 1200s on the like the little like, there's like a little thing on the side of it like a price tag. Go for his lines.
0: Ah, uh, you'll like this one. Nanja dragon complete with the rider at uh, 1,200 shugs. I'm giving it away. And
1: we have a Tharg note here. The sh- shug. Cl- a slang term for the common unit of galactic currency, the groat. Okay. Put a pin in that. So there are credits and shugs now. Well, we're gonna get into it, I promise. Okay. Cause we've we've had a mention of groats before, and this is gonna blow your mind, okay? Okay, I, get, I don't know if you remember this or not, but we're gonna get uh, to big, it.
0: Vaguely, I remember the, the the guy with the the guy who they kicked off the before they even left Earth?
1: Oh, <laughs> He was like
0: the accountant guy.
1: Oh, Winslow! Yes. Yeah. Uh, Didn't he mention growth? He did not. He mentioned okay. that they had every form of alien currency as well as precious metals before they kicked into to the curb. Basically, give
0: us your money, but get out. Yeah,
1: that's uh, so, uh, Winslow. Well done. Well done. Wow. We're gonna get mention of him too. But no, uh, there's a deeper reference here we're gonna get to. Okay. Dredd is looking at the Nanja dragon in Rhinus' hand and says, "We got. We've grown out of. We've grown out of toys, salesman." We don't want any toys. Give
0: us your law books.
1: (laughs) I'm not a fan of toys or happiness (laughs) or candy. I don't approve of it. Go (laughs) ahead for Rhinus.
0: No toy, friend. It's alive. It's tiny now, but just say the word. and You'll have a hundred tons of living fire-spitting rage in here. Wow, what a great idea. And Rhinus continues to dread. Uh, Or perhaps you're selling? Ryan's Limbo Pop Quince, he says <laughs> his name That's, so much. I love it. Ryan's Limbo Pop Quiz buys all items, most quality prices paid. We're not buying or selling. Pack the junk away, salesman.
1: To which Rhino's, like, out of. Of course, the next panel is like, it's all cleaned up. He's already Oh, yeah, got it's it all put away. It's already back, and he's buckling up and putting the trays away in his suitcase as he's bent
0: over at the waist. Hoof. I call that right unfriendly. Yes, indeed. Right unfriendly. There's something I don't like about this creep. Put him in cabin four and keep
1: an eye on him, Larder. Next planet fall is nine hours. And now Larder's walking up to him and Rhinus is saying to Larder
0: Travelers find it uh, travelers find it pays to deal with Rhinus limpo Pop Quince before Rhinus Pop Quince deals with them.
1: Yep. And now we got Dred's log as Dred's walking through these hallways. I don't know how big this ship is maybe it's I don't know like cuz we've seen it could col-
0: be like the size of the 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 enterprise from Star Trek or it could be remember we've seen it telescope down to a tiny yeah, thing it could be like the size of a uh- well, well, the Enterprise in the first series was actually pretty small. The well, second one was huge. Look at the look at generation. this image
1: of the ship. Oh. I mean, I'm going is back it... to the Ghost of Echo Bravo. It's pretty big. It's pretty big. Yeah, but I don't know. If, I, I don't know. You know, it could
0: be like the size of the Millennium Falcon.
1: It's the thing where like we're inside a hallway and the hallway goes on forever because we're doing a walking shot, right? Yeah. Um, and there is a robot that's saluting Judge Dredd as he's walking by, and Dredd's log in the corner says, "The salesman's words were sinister." Now, how sinister, I didn't realize until later. Little Robot saluting and saying that Drudge Dread, Sir,
0: Judge Larder is not in the ca- in cabin four. The salesman has also gone. Search the ship. I'll check with Hershey on the engine deck. And we cut to, to Hershey
1: and the engine deck, who's like uh, working on, she's got like a tool kit out and she's working on her lawmaster. As yeah. Lopez would have, because Lopez this is dead. Is and she looks over as Rhinus is coming uh, approaching behind her, briefcase in hand. What are you doing here? I've come to collect my goods. You were told we've no wish to trade. And Rhinus, however, uh, approaches, and he's got a small white little bauble, like a pearl, in it between uh, finger his finger and thumb. Keep going. All right. That's quite all right. It only takes one. As he As he throws it at her, and it like it reflects her like yelling face in the in the the sphere, but we don't see what happens to her. Like it just comes towards the camera, right? And it's like she's like oh, and then. But next
0: panel, she's gone.
1: Can he shrink him down with his? Next panel, okay. Don't get ahead of me. Dred is walking in the room, and Ryan from the quince is just getting finishing buckling up his briefcase, right? And Dred says, "Don't move, salesman. Where's Hershey?" Hershey is quite safe here. A silver globe spun from his hand. Instinctively, I snapped down my respirator. It was this that saved us all. As this globe cracks at Dred's feet, and this gas as he sl- uh, slides the respirator over his mouth. Put
0: a pin in that. And he says, Aah! As he starts shrinking. shrinking down. Like fucking, uh, you know, uh, Ant-Man.
1: Fair. I was gonna. I was gonna go for something different. Uh, don't they do that in? Uh, well, definitely. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh yeah. But I was thinking, of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Do they shrink down in that movie?
0: I forget. I don't remember. All I remember is the Goldfingers in that movie. Goldfingers in that movie. Yeah, he's like the the crazy the guy, or he's a crazy guy. He's a crazy like the 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 Duke or whatever who like, doesn't want all wants all the toys but no kids. Holy shit, that's a weird. That's movie. fucking Goldfinger.
1: I did not know that. I haven't watched it since I was an infant. Um, but now we see Dread is like passed out on the ground, and Rhinus pop Quince is leaning over to pick him up, and he's like the size of like a mannequin doll, right? Yeah, and or no, it's
0: like the size of an action figure. It's like yeah, the size figure.
1: of an action figure. Action figure, sorry, not mannequin. Um, and Rhinus says, as he's reaching down to grab Dread,
0: You shouldn't have been so unfriendly, friend. You should have dealt with the salesman. Rhinus Pop Quince never goes away empty-handed. When I came round, everything was black, and we have a full black
1: panel. Can't see a thing in some kind of box.
0: What could have happened, PK? I bet he shrunk him down and put him in his little magic box. Why would you think that? Because he did. (laughs) That's a fair point. (laughs) Let's get to see how close
1: you are. I kicked out, and the lid gave way. I crawled out and stumbled over something. Blast! It was Hershey's bike. And Dredd is now... Inside of a drawer in the briefcase. And PK, what's going on in this panel? There's so much to look at it's, here.
0: It's, it's, it's the set of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. There's it like a, literally there's is There's a that. giant bottle of ink and a pencil. Uh, there's a, a spool and a thread.
1: Yep, there's a Blue giant Blue cotton,
0: pair, tin stroms Giant pair of aviators. Oh man, those and are... And cool. Dredd is looking... They all have price tags.
1: Dredd's got his little like, flashlight out, right? And then he's crouching next to a lawmaster bike. Got the torch! Let's get some light on the subject. Sorry, torch, not not flashlight. It's uh, to a torch. A torch. You know, very,
0: very, yeah, British. British.
1: And uh, Dread is standing on top of a little spool of blue cotton that says 10S for it, which we now Strom is Shug. Shug. And he says, STOM! As his torchlight reveals Hershey and Larder both completely asleep and like resting like dolls inside of a box. Yeah. And the box has a lid, a... a, a a label on it, PK. What's it say?
0: Mega City Judges, set of three, 400 shugs. Boxed up like a Christmas present. Larder, Hershey, and a space for me! Okay, so Dred's not asleep because he didn't inhale the gas.
1: Yes. I fixed their respirators. And now we see that Dred has got a respirator on Larder, and he's waking up and he's getting his on on Hershey. And Larder's sitting up in his box. Go for it.
0: Well, what happened? Were we gassed? Not <laughs> Were we gassed! Did it, ha- did it happen again? Oh jeez! It's like it's hungover
1: well, hangover too. Yeah. Were we roofied Judge Dredd? <laughs> Why would you assume that? <laughs> and yes. Um Dread Dredd is saying as he's affixing Hershey's uh uh respirator well, to yeah. her face. Not gassed, but there must be some kind of gas in this box keeping you us you in deep sleep. I got my respirator down in time, or I wouldn't have come around. Okay. And Dredd continues as Hershey's getting up. The thing that knocked us out was altogether different. My guess is that silver ball was another kind of space warp device.
0: Pin particles.
1: Exactly. There we go. Little pin particles. Um, and Hershey says to him. What's on your back? And she pulls off a giant label. A, a
0: label? And it says. Made on Earth.
1: yes. It all fits. My guess is we're in the salesman's suitcase.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> you, like, really. You just now you say tell that? Off of the like fucking giant spool? just now.
1: And this last panel has them. There's like a giant roller skate, and there's like all the earth little, items.
0: Yeah, there's a little like a little guy in a race car. There's a,
1: a giant stuffed I don't know tape eater thing. Tapir? whatever. Next prog though, PK.
0: Mayhem
1: of the Micro Judges! If that isn't the most, like, schlocky B-film, like, title you've ever heard, I fucking love it. Let's go over this, shall we? Okay. That is Prog 174, Judge Child Part 19, Salesman. So, settings and places. We have refugee stations. Um, From what I gather, these are space stations along regularly traveled areas of space that see more traffic. Obviously, in direct... Probably direct lines between habitable planets,
0: right? right? In case like your ship breaks down, there, they used to have these things, you know, on in in along the Silk Road, in you know medieval Europe and and really in the Mideast East and the far in the Far East, yeah, they would have little way castles, little places to rest, in the, you know, yeah, in case your caravan broke down or you know, mm-hmm. shit like that. They were called way castles or way stations,
1: uh, a uh, refugee stations. pretty darn close. Yeah. Um. We also have a men- another mention of Xanadu, which again is the planet. The- planet that the Angel Gang were heading to, yes. according to Prosser. So we don't know if they're still there or not, but that's where Dread and the gang are heading right now. Characters! We have Rhinus Limpopop Quince. Rhinus Limpopop Quince? A traveling salesman of 17 systems. He appears to be some kind of spider-leg-haired spider voodoo man, I describe him as. Yeah, that's Who's accurate. Afro- appropriate, right? Um, items, technology, of you note. Know. Here we get a mention of the translator again. Reminder, the universal language of Allspeak was just introduced a couple of progs ago. That's right. But, hey, who needs it, you know? Literally, why'd you bother telling us about it? Well, okay, so Allspeak
0: can exist. Maybe not everyone uses Allspeak. Like, I we went to, uh, oh, God, what was the planet with all the war?
1: Oh, that was uh, Argos. They did not speak Allspeak there. They had trans... We had to use translators then. That was when it was introduced. a translator
0: seems to be like a fail-safe. Just or in case they don't speak If they don't speak speech. Esperanto in space.
1: Alright, fair, fair. Um Rhinus Limpop Quince offers, among many other things, rottle bones, synthetic hair, pickled stinkers, <laughs> mucka mecca greb swatters, and Turlian two-headed prayer bonnets. Okay,
0: so Turlian, we hear that phrase twice. Times. Yes. Because so, the ones who invented the shrinking magic,
1: he said it's a it's like a Turlian space warp device, and he also mentioned the Turlian bonnet as well. Yeah, a Turlian so, two
0: headed bonnet. We don't really know do what they, Turlians are. Are those two headed guys from like Star Wars Episode One that was commenting on the podcast?
1: They are not Greg
0: Proops. <laughs> funny that is. I'm so glad you know who
1: that. that I know exactly <laughs> who we're talking. Oh about. Oh
0: my god.
1: Um, that being said, from whose side is it anyway? That being said, I fucking love Bright Proofs. Me too. Uh, we're gonna have. He was in Michigan.
0: Really? Uh he was doing something kind of like, yeah. That's cool. Him and Colin
1: Mockery or something. Oh god, I love Colin Mockery. Um, he. Uh, we're gonna have a Star Wars reference this podcast. Oh believe god. Believe me. But it is and it is uh, it is referencing a sp- type of space alien as well. Okay. But um, no, I the Turlian thing. I literally googled Turlian, and it's one of those times where like. Did I, I think I might have written this down. Did I? I think I, th- I think that uh, I, I, I r- remind me to come back to Turlington. Okay, Turlington. In case I write it down later. Okay. Um, so moving on for other other items of technology of note. Dread refers to his flashlight as a torch. The British slang for the word good times. Fits, yeah. Fits. It's it's the writers. It's the writers. I love. They know them. For the audiences. So Rhinus uses some kind of orb to shrink Dread and the rest of the crew what this is we don't know but apparently ryanus limbo popcorn's suitcase is full of some kind of sedative gas while the actual shrinking technology is in these orbs right um and the shrinking you down is what causes you to get knocked out
0: yeah so he like has these orbs and i'm they going with rake. i'm going with pin particle rules you hit them with it and they shrink mm-hmm. and they also get knocked out
1: makes sense in a way i guess do they do appear to be able to shrink other items as well as people, since we see Hershey's Lawmaster right. bike in the suitcase. Yeah, pin they can
0: shrink objects.
1: More on that later. Uh, we also have a mention I missed entirely until just reading it now, of deep sleep. Yeah, so we have, they mentioned it twice. They have cryogenic freezing, but we have seen this technology before. We have. In the forever crimes. That's right. So this technology is already established. We oh know it's possible. Oh my God,
0: if you're sick. Yep. And they make you committed forever. a crime. They make you live forever. They
1: yep. stint. I love it. I love it. I still love that prog. Terrible slang. Made up words. Judged red one-liners. We have spaceways. I'm guessing interstellar highway. Commonly traveled paths from habitated systems, right? Um, We have the word planetfall, which I like. Um, I do like that, too. It is derived from the word landfall, where a ship makes harbor. Planetfall has been a commonly used word across science fiction for decades Mm -hmm. upon decades. So long. And Because it, it derives from landfall of well, ship making, uh, making land. Um, I love the line, Perfumes and spices from 17 it's systems. Difference. Cloth from Galaxy's finest weavers. Precious stones and rattle bones. Synthetic hair and tableware. Large things and small things. And things that don't make sense at all things. Rhinus can supply. It's very Susian. Yeah, it's very Dr. Susian. Cat in the hat reminds yeah. me of, right? Fun stuff. Um, and we also have, I like the sinister line of Rhinus Limpopop Quince never goes away empty-handed. Like he always gets something. He always yeah, he always takes something. I'm I'm a big fan. Um Monsters. Rhinus Limpopop Quince also offers a Nanja Dragon and it's rider for sale which appears to be a little dude riding a Chinese dragon in a box.
0: Yeah. So pretty
1: cool. Pretty cool. I mean, I'd like to be able to have like a, a dragon I could just summon. Yeah, man. Reminds me of a uh, Dritstold Urden with his uh, Guinevere the the, pa- the Oh, the, the yeah. the figurine, right? That's good shit.
0: That's an item, and we have one of those in some, one of our D&D campaigns. Oh, Hell's Rebels. We've Hell's got Rebels. the Silver Ravens. That yeah, is, that's I right. mean,
1: they're in every every edition of the well, and reads I, mean, of I, th- wondrous I think
0: Wondrous our And I think in our, in our Curse of Strahd campaign, we have like, the Raven.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh, the, the Owl. It's Owl. That. I think we have something similar in other campaigns. I forget what. Anyway. it's yeah. anyway, unimportant. Common across all D&D. Uh, world building, though. According to Dredd's log, it has been 80 days since leaving Earth, originally from Texas City. Um... Also, according to Dread, it is a galactic convention to pick up anyone at these refugee stations, even hitchhikers.
0: So, so, your ship breaks down and you're stranded. You go to the refugee station, you flip the the, the switch that says send out the signal. Yep. The broadcast. It's a pretty good system. Yeah, not bad. And it what, could be abused for Varanis Limpo Pop Quince and other marauders, though. What I think we're missing here is that you could, could you, PK,
1: possibly hitchhike your way? Across the galaxy, possible. And would you think that they might? Someone might even write a guide about that. <laughs> Don't panic. <laughs> I fucking Douglas Adams. That's I miss you so good. much. If anyone uh, who's listened to this hasn't read fucking Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and The Restaurant the End of the Universe, the and so thanks so long, thanks for all, all the fish. fish. Uh, and I forget what the fourth one is. They're fantastic books. I need to read more of his works. Um, but I it's love good those
0: books. It's good shit. It's good. Good deconstruction of sci-fi. Weird Um, and cool.
1: I, here we go. uh, World building also. Rhinus Limpopop Quint's little suitcase is touched by the magic of Turlian Warpers. Yeah. Allowing it to function like the TARDIS where everything is bigger on the inside. Right. Who are the Turlians? We may never know because I, it's one of those instances where I Google the word Turlian as typed and this exact Uh... frog comes up and there's like three search results in Google. That's how you know you have a very niche podcast. It's when you... <laughs> When you can, like, Google a term and three results come up on Google. From what
0: you just read. There's no references to Turlians wow. outside I, of this world. sounds like a fairly common sci-fi name. I thought it would be used in other things. No,
1: could not find it, it in that T-E-R-L-I? spelling. It was
0: T-E-R-L-I-A-N?
1: T-E-R-L-I-A-N. Okay.
0: Because um, there are Turlians in Mass Effect T-U-R?
1: Ooh, I do not recall. Are those, Man, like the, are those the elephant people? Maybe. No, those are Hanar. No. Wow. I don't remember, man. No worries, no worries. Turlian. So, this is something I want to get into. This is my favorite thing, right? Here we get to one of my favorite topics to complain about in this comic. Oh, boy. Economics. The shug is a slang word of choice for the galactic form of currency, the groat. Quick reminder for the listeners, the groat is any of various medieval European coins, in particular an English silver coin worth four... Four old pence yep. issued between a, thir- a, pole, uh, a penny. Yeah, issued between 1351 and 1662. The value today is roughly $6.60 per groat. And this is a super old form of British currency, so it mm-hmm. functions here as a silly tidbit about this outdated coinage, which is actually the name of the most universal currency in the universe, right? Well, what's old is new again. But here's the funny part, right? Uh oh. This sounds familiar, and it should. Because we first heard about groats in this comic way back during the Walter the Wobot single-page comics. In episode at, the of,
0: at the end of Volume 1?
1: At the end of Volume 1. In Episode 22 of the podcast, specifically Walter's Brother Part 1. Oh where Walter's God. brother, Gus, Walter's evil brother. tried to frame him for by robbing, uh, stealing 3 million groats from a bank. On the moon. Right. So, this is interesting. Not only is this, is this, like, a silly joke, like, uh, British currency is actually, like, this old, old, outdated currency is actually the galactic it's, standard. It, yeah. It also fits within the world building we've already established. The so long thing, ago. The growth thing was, like, a blink-and-you'll-miss-it joke in a Walter the Wovot like, prog, but now it makes sense that Gus was stealing galactic growths, which are used on the moon. moon.
0: Because that wasn't on Earth and they used credits. Right? Holy
1: shit. Like, pretty clever, Wagner. Like, I could be reading it too much into this. They might have reused the joke without knowing it. But I'm going to give them this benefit of the doubt. Yeah, and and say this
0: was planned. Yeah,
1: that's pretty fucking awesome. I like that a lot. Um, Fuck, that's smart. Right? So, like, I'm like, oh, shit, they used Groats on the Moon. Now I want to go back and re... I, I don't want to. But I'm tempted... To go back and reread the Moon, the entire Moon arc, to see do they mention credits? Yeah. Because I guarantee they have to mention credits. They at some probably point do. Um, also, we see later on the on a label inside of simple Pops Quince suitcase that the Groat or Shug is identified as a capital S. Uh, judges are priced at 400 S or 400 Shugs. Um, a set of three. Yeah. A set of, for a set of three. This word also apparently has no relation to the word Shuggy, which, which is the game it's, I was thinking of. It's the I kept strange, thinking of the 3D pool. It's the strange tabletop billiards golf the combination. The Shuggy or, Hall. The Shuggy Hall. Because uh, again, there's that, that uh, they printed that. Max Normal. Max Normal eventually owns a Shuggy, Shuggy Hall. with uh, a polar bear. Shuggy a polar bear. Bear. Named a Shuggy Shuggy bear.
0: bear. I thought it was a, uh, 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 what are those, a, Clegg. It's, oh. a, it's a polar bear. It's a polar bear named bear, Shuggy Bear. Bear, giant, giant. Alligator man. What's What's the the difference? difference? I mean, it's
1: all potato potato. They're all equal in Judge Dredd's eye. Equally guilty. (laughs) Um, (laughs) When Rhinus Limple Pop Quince tries to gas Judge Dredd, what does he do, PK? He puts on his respirator. He puts his fucking respirator on remember? because that's what you do when you're. Th- fucking we should
0: have a little one-panel flashback Judge of Diablo. Judge Diablo going.
1: Make sure, sure. Dread, remember, <laughs> dread. You make sure your respirator is securely fastened to your fucking face before helping others with theirs, <laughs> especially when they don't fucking need your help. God damn it! I'm still mad about I'm that. I'm so
0: glad I'm the only one who thought of Judge Diablo. Like in- I thought for a second. I think I have a little, a little ghost of Judge Diablo going. Remember, Dread. Remember, Dread. Remember. You are a the giant chosen Mufasa. One. Yeah, the Mufasa
1: literally where I was going. Literally where I was going. <laughs> it's like, remember when I told you about that shit? Oh, uh, uh, heavens above. <laughs> Aliens, huh? Now I'm quoting uh, Kung Pao. Kung Pao. Uh, death count, though, for this issue. Nobody has died since Dread sentenced Lopez to death for having a mustache. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Still not okay
1: about it. Don't, no, Don't know if I can forgive him for this. Not okay. Are we ever going to forgive Dredd for killing Lopez? So here's the thing. Put a big pin in that. Okay. Because believe it or not. Because Hershey was pretty mad too. She was. She was like,
0: you killed him, Dredd.
1: I don't know if she was as mad as I am, mm. but hear me out. I got upset enough about this to do some Googling. And we're going to get into this in okay. at the end of the next Prog, okay? Okay. Okay. Is there anything else you want to talk about for this Prog, PK? He must have
0: a label maker. Because those things were labeled <laughs> already by the time they were in the drawer.
1: I mean, I But imagine... it makes sense
0: for the man who has everything in his suitcase. He would have a label maker. You can literally just fucking...
1: I mean, if you think about it, right? You could make a, take a bag of those things and then shrink the bag down. You're right. And now you have like an infinite bag of those things. Like, it's just... Once you can warp space and size and shit, you can do anything. But we're still
0: ten years out from invisibility.
1: Technology doesn't exist. Can't happen. <laughs> Put a point in that. Oh my god. We're gonna have to just. I think that we I think that um our our I think that we get into another one of Slow's emails this episode and they talk about no the shit. invisibility thing. Oh, so my god. It might not be this prog, don't don't, don't quote Okay. Me on that this episode of the podcast, but I'm pretty sure they bring it up. So we're going to pick up on the next Prog, which is Prog 175, The Judge Child Part 20, Mayhem of the Micro Judges, also known as Salesman Part 2, if you want to Honey, say it. Honey, I shrunk the judges. Thank you! Making <laughs> that joke. I knew it was going to happen. Uh, this Prog was released, did I say August 30th last time? This is, no, this is August 30th, 1980. Script by John Howard Wagner. Artist by Ron Smith and letters by Tom Frame. PK, let's get into it. We're going to pick up kind of where we left off.
0: Yeah, Go for the narration. Um, Dread's search for the Judge Child continues through the galaxy. Now en route for Xanadu, the mission is interrupted when a sinister galactic salesman comes to call.
1: And now we're in like a hallway, right? Somewhere in the ship. Yeah. And the two there are two robots, or oh, three robots, technically. Um, oh yeah, they're all just like pointing fingers and raising their fists. And, they, uh, they look, how would you describe these robots, PK? Cause i have i have a very specific kind of combination that i'm looking at they look like two things to me
0: they have the famous dread grid mouth the, mm-hmm. the the ventilator mouth yep but they also have like these eyes that remind me not of ultron but of like putties from power rangers interesting
1: that is not where i was going they look to me like stormtroopers mixed with space marines yeah, kind of. okay. Like, they look like if you if you if you homogenize the two of them together, made they a definitely have
0: the famous grid mouth the ventilator mouth yeah. yeah
1: um and they look they're humanoid they're bipedal and they are clearly upset and like pointing and gesturing at Rhinus yeah. lymphopop quince Someone's who's
0: like raising his fist in anger and and Lip, Rhinus is just there like hands open like what what, 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 what do i do, I do, do i'm what just a salesman and he's got his little
1: briefcase by his side and one of the robots is saying the judges have disappeared you salesman what have you done with them to which Rhinus replies
0: i zorks my good robot you do not think that i have them Where could I hide them? As you can see, there's only me and my little suitcase. Didn't the judge, didn't the robot see him pull everything out of the suitcase? Did they? We did not see any robots for that. No
1: robots in the room for that, funny enough. Um, You'd think there would know. But we cut inside of the suitcase now, and Larder and Hershey are hopping out of the box where they were uh, uh, kind of taken into. There is a giant toothbrush in there. There's a giant Rolodex, a fishing reel. Uh, There's uh, a
0: roller skate, an ink bottle.
1: Yep. There's all the tiny things blown up giant size. That's a nice watch. That is a very nice watch. Hershey's saying, "You mean we've been miniaturized? We're in the salesman's suitcase." And Dread responds, "Picked up, packed up like a fancy gift. The question now is, how do we get out?" So we turn the page and. Dread found the gap at the edge of the tray, and this is just like the little finger tab. Yeah, little
0: thing. Yeah. Yeah. The little finger hole.
1: That's literally what it finger, is. Finger
0: butthole. Oh
1: my god, we've been playing a lot of Elden Ring.
0: We sure have.
1: Um, and he's got his little torch out, and he's pointing it down, and his uh, Larder's next to him, and, and Dread is saying, "Looks a long way down. I'm gonna try to reach the bottom. Drag the fishing reel over here, Larder. And now he and Hershey are basically working this giant. Cable of a fishing reel, yeah. right? And Dredd has got it, and he's gonna do like the, the hop, 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 hop from like repelling, repelling down. Thank you. I couldn't think of the word, I had to use the sound effect from fucking uh, Blues Brothers, right? <laughs> With the name. cops <laughs> going down the building, <laughs> 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 thousands of guys converging for two As minutes. They just run to the, the bank to give them the money. This, that is the purest sign of like, like. It's a joke until you realize, like, no, they would spend this kind of manpower for someone who hasn't killed anybody or right. done anything really that bad. Um, Dread is repelling down. He's saying, If I make it, send the bike down. Send down the bike first, then you
0: two follow. How do you send the bike down? Uh, Just attach a fishing, lure, a fishing line to it and lower I'm it. Reel the line back up, wrap it around the bike, and then send the bike down. The bike, bike is down. a lot heavier than Dread. Yeah, it would be. Can the bikes fly? Uh, We have never seen our
1: bikes fly. We Q, have seen Q bikes on the moon. Have uh, they were not called Q bikes? They were oh, the shit. Q bikes were well, specifically on earth, earth. But we did have flying bikes on the moon. And though to be fair, moon does have reduced gravity. Yeah. So there's that. But Dredd is going down. He's got his flashlight in one hand, the, the fishing reel line in the other, thinking to himself as he's like rappelling down. And there's a lot of drawers in this suitcase. Yeah. There's a space warp operating in the suitcase. No telling how far the bottom is, if there is a bottom. And we've we, seen the bottom from the outside. We hear, we hear from above. I think it's uh, it could be either Larder or Hershey. Go yeah. for it.
0: Almost out, of, almost out of
1: line. Save your breath. I'm there as Dred's foot touches down to bottom, and now we see Larder has got the bike, and he's he obviously has reeled the, the the line back in, and he's wrapped it around the bike, and the bike is going over the edge as Larder says. <laughs> now the, the bike. Notice how it's always us that get the hard jobs? Old Stony Face isn't stupid. <laughs> yeah. I really like that moment. Yeah, that's a good line, right? Well, Notice how it's. Now how can we get the pick? Uh, it's because we're You know, Old Stony Face isn't stupid. I'm gonna write that one down.
0: <laughs> how can we always do the heavy lifting?
1: He's not stupid. <laughs> yeah, he, he knows. Uh, from Dred's log Speed was vital, just as one would soon reach Bryo, an inhabited rock where the salesman was to be put off. They said, what, nine hours from Planetfall? Ooh, they said like nine hours from Planetfall, I believe. Let me go double check real quick. We are nine hours from Planetfall was the line. He said it to Larder, right?
0: Uh, what is yes,
1: Do-do. keep an eye on him. Next planet falls in nine hours, and that's Bryo, yep. apparently. So we actually see, we cut outside of the spaceship, and there's Justice 1 floating above what is... It can only be like an asteroid. Yeah, it's, like,
0: just, it's cool as hell, looking honestly. It just
1: looks like it has like a, a some kind of domed settlement out yeah, on it. I don't it.
0: even see it dug a dome over it. It's Not cool. Not really, yeah. it reminds me of like, they're like... It's just like an asteroid, but there's like a big crater in the middle of it. Yeah. And there's all these little... In closed buildings, obviously. Yes. It's cool. I like this design. I would play a video game there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fair. And Rhinus pop Quince has the first line here from outside. From outside the ship, we see him saying,
0: "Why aren't we landing, my good robots?"
1: Authority to land must be given by a judge. We must remain here until a judge has been found. And Rhinus is now like curling his fist and pointing at the robots <laughs> in their faces.
0: coddle stocks. If you can't, if you can't keep track of your judges, that's your problem. I'm an innocent traveler. Unless you let me off this ship, you'll be guilty of kidnapping. Yes, my good robots. Kidnapping! Your judges would not approve of that, now would they? I I say, would
1: they? We cut back inside the box and Dredd is at... Dredd, Hershey, and Larder have reached the bottom of the box of, of the inside of the suitcase and Dredd is firing the bite cannons into the, like the wall of the edge of the suitcase saying... I'm going to blast through the case. The ship's robots are our only chance. And we cut back outside, and now we have, uh, it's a shot from behind Rhinus, and he's looking at the robots, and his suitcase is down oh. by his feet, and there's a little the tiny The robots little... are numbered. What's that? The robots are numbered. I never noticed that. There is, and they have a number two and a number three. Where's number one? Uh, we have seen three robots. There was three robots in the very first panelist comic, so- You're right. Ro- robot number one is presumably not in panel right now. Um... But we see a little explosion, a little explosion happening at Rhinus's feet near the box where, where Dredd would be escaping. Yeah. Rhinus has the line. Uh, Rhinus Limbo-Bub-Quince demands an answer. Wait. Observe the salesman's suitcase. And uh, crashing out of it, blam, blam, is Judge Dredd. Dredd. And I think it is uh, one of the robots, Judge Dredd. And uh, silver globes flew from the salesman's hand as he is throwing them at the feet of the robots. Go for it! You'll
0: have to—you'll have to be miniaturized too, my metal friends.
1: And meanwhile, Dread is riding behind him like a little tiny toy, firing his gun in the air. <laughs> his gun in the air, he like chases after him. Yeah,
0: I won't. I'm tiny, but that'll still take you down. Uh,
1: it's, it's not size that matters. <laughs> uh, and Dread comes out. Drock, I'm too late! As the the robots robots are shrunk. Shrinking down. But then Hershey and fucking Larder come out of the box, both dual-wielding lawmasters firing like crazy, Mm. as Rhinus is, like, scrambling on the ground trying to pick up dread.
0: Yeah. Go for it. Come to Rhinus. Come here, I say. Ah! Oh! Distract him, Hershey. Go for his eyes. Hide Explosive! I they gonna do the, the, the Star Wars thing and get like some spools wrapped around his legs? And oh,
1: they're gonna fucking uh, AT at at, AT, this? AT.
0: Fucking uh, Gulliver's Travels him?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Well, they fire into R- uh, Rhinus' eyes and they kind of hit the outside of his kind of mask or face. We don't really know. And he, ah! As it hits like peppers around his eyes and he, he retracts his face. But now, Dread, no the feet as he fires his bike cannons into his feet. And rhinus just goes ass over tea kettle. Yeah,
0: not falls up. Yeah,
1: crash. And he his ass lands on top of the suitcase. Uh, and it just shatters. And shit goes spilling everywhere. There are uh, silver
0: and black orbs go scattering everywhere. The silver orbs we've seen, because they're the ones that shrink. Correct. And it's the red and blue orbs from goddamn Ant-Man. Hey, what do you know, it's PK? It's just Ant-Man. It's just Ant-Man. I honestly, Yo, he's gonna go to the the micro zone. The, the oh my
1: quantum god, quantum realm. Quantum realm. There we go. Thank you. The micro zone. Well, dread break. Dread and them have broken open the case because <laughs> they caused Rhinus to fall on it, and Rhinus gets up on his knees now and says to them,
0: "You little squirt, I'll reduce you to the size of a speck of dust." So he gets a, into the quantum zone. He's got another. He's got the another silver, silver orb. Ball. So he's gonna
1: reduce Dread while he's already small. So yeah. that would be pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. But Dread says. He's got another space warp globe. Wait, that's it! And he fires and he breaks it in his hand.
0: Fucking clever.
1: Good shit. And sure sure enough, Rhinus... No! Gives to shrink down real tiny, right? And now Hershey and uh, Larder are standing over the shrunken body of Rhinus. Oh, because like it knocks points. him out, too. He does knock him out. And R- Hershey says, You've beaten him, Dread, and the space warps knocked him cold! And Larder says, We've not won yet. Look! Released from the gas inside the suitcase, the salesman's other livestock was coming to life. And now, PK, describe what's going on here.
0: It's like a bunch of like, He Man action figures getting loose. Hmm. And like, just brick. Remember, small soldiers? Small soldiers! Oh soldiers my god! Literally
1: right there with you, dude. I'm like, it's gonna. I'm like, is he gonna go right to Small Soldiers, or is he gonna reference something else first? <laughs> it's literally Small Soldiers. It's Small Soldiers, the the fucking 1990s action comedy. What were the with what Kirsten was the, Dunst oh and uh, the Commandos and Tommy Lee Jones?
0: Oh my God, a, as, as like uh, the like, the lead Commando guy. Oh, uh, Chip Chip something. I don't know. What was the name of the aliens? The the oh gar, the Gorlock, go, the gor- Gorgons, 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 Gorgonites. I think Gorgonites. 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 Holy oh, my shit. God!
1: And the fucking, uh, uh... But Gorlocks? Gorgonites? Gorgonites. That was it. My I God.
0: cannot believe we got there that, that quick. Wow. I've I,
1: always... David Cross is in that movie. David Cross is
0: one of the guys I'm who designs them. Nice job, Gizmo. I cannot remember how much of this... I can't believe how much movie of this movie I remember. I it's saw this movie insane. in theaters, and I was like,
1: Really? Yeah. I own that movie on, uh... I own that movie on fucking VHS, or I did. Back for the Longest.
0: I did, too. That's a good movie. Um... So David Cross is like oh, the guy's like you know we have a we have a we have a microchip that can plant a nuclear missile a guy's ass. You can make him talk. <laughs> Holy shit! Munitions chips and toys. I fucking love that movie. They um, put the guy in the fucking trash disposal and spin him around. Oh my god! There's so many fun parts. So we should just watch Small Soldiers.
1: I I have been I, I remember probably most of it honestly. Um, but there is like some kind of goblin looking dog thing is coming out of a box. It's not, we can't quite read the label. There is what looks like a Wookiee.
0: He looks like, like Beastman. Beastman. Beast R- yeah, yes. from He-Man. Beast Man. That's why I mean said it. He-Man action figures. And it says
1: Orbal Carnivore, not House Train. <laughs> not House Train. <laughs> 130 Shuggies and the Nanja Dragon. Not, it's but a but ninja. It's, but now it says ninja. What? Well, how interesting, right? Ninja? I'm like a Nanja. It's discount. It's not quite ninja. That's
0: from the Speed Racer movie. John Goodman says that. What? There's a ninja that attacks Speed Racer. Yeah. John Goodman beats the crap out of him. and goes, ninja. This is what passes for a ninja these days. More like a ninja?
1: Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Wow. It's I, such a good. I've never. A, s- I've never that, seen that movie, movie.
0: Is very underrated. Really, it's really good at the. I enjoy I'm going to
1: reference back to that sentence you just
0: said of John Goodman beats up a ninja. John Goodman beats a ninja goes to like attack speed racer. Uh huh. And like John Goodman, you know, he's popped. He's his, his dead. Yeah. He but he bursts in and like the ninja looks at him and like John Goodman like narrows his eyes and like he's like oh man he's way out of his league and like the camera zooms in on his ring he's wearing this it sounds like a 1998 wrestling champion or oh whatever. shit and he has the guy above his head oh he's like I'm just fucking
1: like suplexing
0: <laughs> yeah. him and shit that's fun it's such a underrated movie alright Speed all right. Racer is worth watching
1: I had no investment in it because I'd never seen any Speed Racer before. I didn't either all I'd seen is the clip like the couple the of clips. bridge is out <laughs> I've seen the the, the Geico commercial, the, the Family Guy parody. Oh yeah! Oh, oh. and then uh, the oh, he's going over the bridge! Ah! Like that that, that <laughs> one YouTube clip yes. that's super funny. Ah! Uh, anyway, um, the Everly's monsters are coming out of the boxes. That was a huge tangent. Yeah. And Dread and them are firing on them. We've. They're as puzzled
0: as we are. Aim to stun. Which, hey,
1: nice. That makes sense. You okay, know,
0: it's not their fault. Yeah, um, I mean, but this horrible carnivore—maybe they could kill. Uh,
1: <laughs> I mean, there's no—I mean, it's just a wild animal, right? There's no reason. Go for Witcher style, right? Oh yeah. Um. So Hershey and them are firing on this Nanda dragon, which the rider is like rearing up like an old Western, uh, kind of riding a horse. It's got flames coming out of its mouth. Yeah. Go for Hershey.
0: I don't think the dragon wants to come quietly, Dread. Hold on. That's the line.
1: There we go. I'll write it down. I'll write it down. I don't think I have it written down. Uh, oh, that is true. Um, it's not the line. Okay. Uh, there is a better line. Okay. And trust me when I tell you, we're going to get there to it. Oh, it um, hasn't happened yet. hasn't happened yet. Um, so... Dread however is riding his be- uh, lawmaster bike directly into one of the big black orbs that spilled out of Rynas Pop Popcorn. It's one of the fucking pockets. bowling
0: balls from like Super Mario World. There was one chance. Black globes
1: had spilled onto the floor among the silver. They had to be the reverse space warps.
0: Like I get it. That makes a lot of sense. And you know when you're in the middle of an in the action, hope you're right. You you, you know you you make those it's 50/50, right? Yeah, you yeah, make a you make a snap call. Yeah, snap decision.
1: Cuz he, 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 he makes the right decision because he runs into it. Gotta trust, bust it open, return myself to normal size. As he hits it and suddenly, he
0: grows bigger, right? Yeah, fucking.
1: Back to normal size. Yeah. And just like that, he crump lands on his head from turning giant. <laughs> Falls as over tea kettle. Luckily, there was no loss of consciousness with the reverse warp. And now he's just reaching down and like, Beep, grabbing and the, the dragon, dragon with his with his fingers, I think it'll come quietly now. I used the space warps to return the crew to normal, and we repacked the suitcase. The creatures can be safely released and examined back on Earth. Our scientists will have a field day. And um, Rhinus is like sitting up in a like in like a begging position yeah. in Red's hands.
0: He looks handcuffed too. Oh
1: yeah, he is handcuffed. You'll have to go in with the other salesman. And Dread puts him inside the box, and yeah. he's just like, you know, like coffin pose, basically. You're going to have a long sleep. When you wake up, you're going to find out why they call us judges. And as Dread is locking the briefcase with a little key, he says, Until then, this case is closed. And that's the line.
0: All right, oh, next, shit. Next Nick- prog. What the hell are these? What's that? These, what, what is this? That is not in my book. That's weird. That's yeah, interesting.
1: I have... It's a it's the beginning of another another comic within 2008. Okay, is in, your, is in your edition. That's yeah. Interesting. In my print,
0: yeah. Mine is just white. Strontium space. dog. Yeah, okay. strontium dog. Yeah. Yeah, Johnny Alpha. Yeah. I have not seen this. Can I see it? Yeah, here. Look. I want to look at because this. I was like, why is he ending? I thought it was like an ad for action figures. Honestly. Yeah, that that is straight up. There's like a coupon, a reservation coupon. There must be a printing error. They just put the, the page and they didn't... They just never whited it, on it out. On the reprints, they yeah. whited it out. That's
1: interesting. That is cool. Alright, so let's go over Prog 175, The Judge Child
0: Part 20. Mayhem of the Micro Judges, Salesman Part Two. It's just, it's just, it's just, <laughs> it's just, you know. Every every Saturday morning cartoon had the episode where they they get shrunk, and now oh. they have to fight the, the Ninja Turtles have to fight Shredder when he's huge and they're tiny. Or
1: they have to fight a, a regular sized animal when they're tiny. You yeah, know? it's it's that. It's exact. the Borrowers.
0: It's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Holy shit, the Borrowers! I haven't
1: John Goodman. John Goodman Gunn- again? Yeah, coming back. God, I love that guy. He's a great actor. I love that
0: man. He's funny. He's terrifying.
1: Especially in you-know-what.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, 20 field cl- 21 Cloverfield.
1: That's what it, Lane. Cloverfield Lane. Uh, settings and places. We have uh, the only new place mentioned here is Brio. And the only description given by Dredd is a habitable rock. It looks like a settlement on a on,
0: asteroid. An asteroid. Yeah, like That's a mining settlement or something. Basically it.
1: We don't really meet any new characters per se. But items and technology... So we've seen these robots on Justice 1 before. Right. But this is our best look at them as of yet. And boy, they sure do look like stormtroopers slash space marines, they're, in my they're
0: opinion. They're tiny. They're like three-quarters the size of a person. They're not that big.
1: They look like they're about five, five and a half feet tall, comparison to everyone else. Yeah. Um.
0: So the, also,
1: these silver and black orbs have a space warping effect, which is also present in Rhinus Limpopop quinces bag, allowing it to carry far more than average. Right. This,
0: this technology... I'm just going to so say... is the bag special, or the, is it The bag just is special. They can shrink the... Because he pulls things out of the bag, and they grow there's automatically. Like a, a, there's a, well, no, they don't pull, grow automatically.
1: Remember, he holds out the Nantra Dragon. It's still oh, small. Oh, yeah. What it is is that it has, like, an infinite number of trays on it. You're right. It has, like, a shitload of trays in it. So, it it each tray is bigger on the inside than... And also, things are shrunk and put into them. Exactly. Okay. So this is... Ex- perfect example of like this technology is insanely l- use, like useful and absolutely busted and should be top priority to be reverse engineered by the judges honestly. and to be fair
0: that's what Dredd said he said our scientists will have a field day with this yep. they don't have this technology on earth as of yet
1: I have always maintained that the most busted mm-hmm. item in all of D&D bag of holding it, it's bag of holding Hewitt, Handy Haversack it is the most useful and busted thing and it has never. I have never had one
0: not be insanely useful. help the party out at every possible turn. Yeah, I've heard things about uh, what's it the 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 fort, the oh, expanding fort. Yeah,
1: um, uh, uh, ma- something uh, magnificent mansion kind of thing. No, yeah,
0: yeah, uh, oh, it's an item, but I've heard potentially game breaking if people abuse it. Oh yeah, there's. I mean, there's
1: there's a lot of potentially game breaking things. That's what I love about D right? Yeah. Um, and I do love the line of... We have. Terrible slang, made up words, judge one liners. I love the line, old stony face isn't stupid.
0: That's a good old one. Old stony face isn't stupid. Um, what was the other one? The, the one I thought was it. Oh that was it. That was the oh, okay. old,
1: old Stony is stupid. Uh we have coddle stocks, which is kinda of like fiddlesticks. Yeah. Uh, it is fun when I Google something like this and Google has like one result and it's this from the comic? It's this exact com- comic so, Okay. That's kind of crazy. I'm like coddle stocks. Literally this product, that's it. Know, I just
0: got picking of cobble pot because I saw the Batman a couple weeks ago. I oh gotta watch that again.
1: Uh, and then I love the line, of course, oh uh until then, this case is closed. Like, dude. Hit me with that super punny shit. Go <laughs> bum, for bum, it. Ba, it. Literally that.
0: Just... Um, <laughs> at um I like, like looked up at her and she like, yeah. Yeah.
1: You yeah. Like, you like. <laughs> Monsters this uh, this uh prog. We see an Orbal Carnivore packaged with for 130 shugs, which appear to be like a Bigfoot and our Nanja I mean ninja dra- uh, dragon, as well as some mutant pig dog goblin men things. They look
0: like kinda of like the, the gargoyles from uh, Ghostbusters.
1: Ooh, you know what? I'll I'll give it. I'll buy it for a dollar. I'll give it to you. I'll buy that
0: for uh, a dollar. Another cyberpunk.
1: Uh, there we go. World building. So, I find this interesting. Lots of stuff that we see in Rhinus Limpo pop Quince's suitcase straight up comes from Earth. Yeah. That that particular drawer they were in. I'm assu- okay, is a is maybe the, a jump in logic. It's a I,
0: drawer. I yeah. I think he organized it by drawer, and that's the Earth drawer. Yeah. But with all,
1: like there's like, uh, there's thread, there's fishing reels and line, a toothbrush, roller skate, all with English writing on them. Yeah. So, has he visited Earth before, and this is just his Earth drawer, or did the artist have to draw recognizable objects around their nor uh, around them, in their normal size, in order for us to be able to relate how small the judges have become? When
0: did Honey I Shrunk the Kids come out?
1: Oh Jesus, I'm, I have to look that one up. Comparing a tiny person to a number two pencil is a lot easier.
0: 1989. So, yeah. This was 10 years earlier. Uh,
1: Nine years earlier. Um, Yeah. But, I mean, I'm saying the point is like, if you're going to have like weird alien shit in there, it doesn't give us any sense of reference. Yeah.
0: We don't see, because we don't know
1: the the scale. Yeah, exactly. We lose all sense of scale. So, I guess it makes sense for him to have like an
0: earth drawer. And does good a job as, you know, for viewers as an artist. Like, okay, so they're as big as a roller skate.
1: Yeah. Um, which also I'm curious about, like, I guess we have had aliens on Earth because of the guy who married an alien, all that jazz. And we've had alien slave labor because of tweak and everything.
0: Right. Um, the alien catcher general. Maybe an
1: alien? I kind of really wanted to see a mucka mecca grebswater, you know? like. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see, like, a plumbus. Like, just <laughs> getting <him> done <laughs> using a plumbus. Oh, my God. I love that joke. The um, plumbus. <laughs> it's good for everything. Um, the robots on Justice 1 cannot land without the order being given by a judge. It is... is this it, is back to the laws of
0: robotics, it feels like. Is it weird that we don't know these robots' names? No. We I never, think, we I never think it's kind of weird. Like, we never know the names of the robots on uh, the Cursed Earth, either.
1: But, like, we've talked about the possibility of robot judges before, and I'm pretty sure that there's an arc somewhere ahead of us where that becomes a thing. Shit. So... I'm curious: Are these robots part of the law enforcement? Are they just part of like the ship? They come with the ship. Maybe? I think they're part of the
0: ship crew. They don't have they don't have judge paraphernalia.
1: Yeah. So I'm getting, and also again, we've never seen a robot judge up to this point in the comic. No. Uh, I know that's coming eventually. Mm-hmm. That does come around eventually because I've seen stuff like that before. Um. All so right. who knows? We'll, we'll wait. Wait to see what oh it comes. Up. Is
0: Walter gonna be a judge? No. He has
1: been so many things a
0: cab driver uh the brother to a criminal i feel like everyone has been
1: every side character has been like nominated a temporary judge by fucking judge dredd like, yeah uh fergie was fergie I oh my god he was a judge so i don't know oh my god but body count this issue there nobody is dead but lopez definitely still dead lopez definitely still killed and I write this down. I'm going to read what I wrote. All right. Okay. Since I'm apparently still hung up on this, <laughs> I, I did a little googling. Right. Okay. So this is a narration in in Judge Dredd the comic. Right. Okay. This is narration from Judge Dredd's point of view. So I will read it in his voice, and it, this is him thinking to himself at some point in time in the future. Okay. Okay. There's a lot of qualifiers, but hear me out. Though he'd never betray his, no, it's not. It's it's narration about Judge Dredd's point of view. So it's not Dredd thinking to himself. Okay, it's, it's people it's...
0: thinking about Judge Dredd.
1: No, it is the the omniscient narrator okay. telling us, the reader, what Dredd is thinking about. Right. Okay. So, though he'd never betray his doubt, in his heart he could not help but wonder: Could he have succeeded if he had taken that poison? He'd killed Lopez as surely as he'd killed his own clone brother. 2000 AD Prague 1,280. What the fuck? So that's o- like 500 progs. Over a thousand progs from now. Over a day. Th- what Prague are we on? One sixty-five. One seventy-five. 175. And this is Prague 1,280.
0: Holy he's shit!
1: Still thinking about this shit. So he's still the they God. reference this years, decades from now. Are you kidding me? At least I now know that Dredd thinks about Lopez and wow. the responsibility for his death. Like, good, he should feel bad, but holy this shit. This affects
0: Judge Dredd a thousand progs from now.
1: Yeah. I'm like, you
0: know what? What Thank the you. fuck are we- it's the fuck I be can't believe, like,
1: because I googled Lopez. I wanted to know if they ever bring him back. Yeah, or they
0: would talk about him. Like, and Judge they are being court-martialed for the murder of Judge Lopez. And they fucking do. Dredd feels guilty about
1: it in the future wow because he knows he's responsible for his death and i'm like thank you thank you wagner thank you dozen ad for doing that that makes me feel a little bit better about lopez's death and that dread at least can feel some regret and know that he kind of did do the wrong thing i think it would have made sense because honestly if you think back to it murder the the oppressor murder the necromancer said a drop is enough to be deadly yeah. So what Dredd should have done is pick the person who's the most resistant the, to and it. And not the most vulnerable. succumbable. Yeah, the most, the most vulnerable, susceptible. Suscumable? Susceptible. There we go. Is there anything else you want to talk about for Prague 175, Judge Child Part 20, Mayhem of the Micro Judges? No, it was PK. a nice
0: little fun 2 on a nice little monster of the weeks. Yeah, it was nice. Just a little goof. Just a little weird, weird, one of those little alien ones? was
1: like, I'll shrink you. And that's the, that's the weird thing this week. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. I it's like the, it. the
0: guy the Shrinking Ray from Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law.
1: I have never seen, but I've heard oh. good things. I've got to watch it sometime. All right. All right. So we're <laughs> going to work our way to the next
0: prog here. I just I like these ads. Avoid disappointment. Order your copy now. Strontium, dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's good
1: Avoid shit. Avoid disappointment. Avoid disappointment. Um... This is next one is going to be Prog 176, The Judge Child, Part oh. 21.
0: Out of 24. 26. 26. So
1: again, we got two more podcasts and we're done with this thing. And this is...
0: Thank God, it's the Angel Gang. I've been waiting for them. We
1: are finally, finally back with the Angel Gang.
0: So, PK, go for our
1: narration here, if you would.
0: Disaster has been predicted from Mega City 1. Unless the mutant boy, the Judge Child, can be brought back to rule the city. After a long journey through the galaxy, the Judge Child's kidnappers, the notorious Angel Gang, have reached the distant space outpost known as Xanadu. Now, we are on a Wild West-themed world again. It's it's cyberpunk Wild West. It's it's, uh, Firefly. Firefly,
1: yeah. It's sci-fi western there is
0: the angel gang in the close foreground and
1: in the um uh, mid ground like mid shot we have a, a cool ass car it's a
0: car car wet wag- it's like a motorized
1: wagon yeah yeah it's very weird looking and a, it's are, a literal horseless carriage it's literally a horseless carriage and so the person driving it saying strangers coming into town guard clear the road there they're blocking the stagecoach it's, it's a, yeah, horseless stagecoach. It's now, cool looking. We have the whole members of the angel gang here, and it's kind of it's kinda of in the crease, but mean machine is there and the oh, the There's
0: Pa, Mean Machine, and
1: Junior. And the fourth as of unnamed member yeah. That yet. guy. The guy And the, that guy the peaked cap with the uh the skull and crossbones on it. Yeah. We're gonna learn more about him. But there's also in the background the judge child with a noose around his neck being led, oh, shit. led behind them, right?
0: Not so much a noose, like a like a, like a rope, like like, like a, a leash. Track.
1: Yeah, leash. Sorry. Um, now, Junior has a line here. Uh, Junior is again the one with the bowler cap and the grenades and the the, the, the guns. psychopath, the the very apt to murder yeah. man. Yes, go for Junior if you would, please.
0: No rat face skunk miles off, <laughs> off what? Go try again. No rat face skunk Mouths off to the Angel Gang. Let me kill him, paw. Let me kill him real good.
1: Now, now, junior boy. Y'all know too much killing can make you go stale. Let Mean Machine handle this one. And now we get a close-up to Mean Machine's face, and he's got that kitchen timer right on his fucking forehead. He does. What did are... They and... kept
0: Mean Machine because he's the most classic design. He's the most... He, he is important the the design out of, the, out of the Angel Gang. I got, I gotta admit.
1: And he, he is the most accurate in the movie in the it's Judge Dredd so movie. It's good. It's my, it's my favorite part of that movie. Actually, yeah. is is the design for him. Let it's me just... get him, Paul. One of my favorite ones. And uh, he's got like ha- a quarter of his face or most of his head is metal, like a metal plate. Yeah, he's missing you, an eye. You
0: can see his lower face and one eye. Yeah,
1: is, and his skin. He's got his. We can, we can read the dials now. Yeah, these so used to
0: be just numbered. Go for the dials, PK. Oh my god. One, surly. Yep. Two, mean. Mm-hmm. And it's like a clock face. Of course. So three is where 12 would be. Three, vicious. And four, brutal. Yep. And go mean machine's face as he threatens right. the, the stagecoach I'm going to do my best impression from the movie because to me that's the iconic mean machine angel. I don't remember that's where that I well. First, that's where I first saw him. That's it'll uh, yeah. always be to me. Go for it. This dial on my head's got four settings, see? He, he explains this every time. Yeah, every and I time. don't get tired of it. <laughs> We've also have yet to see him go up to four. Yeah. What and was it, two last we time? We saw
1: two at when we were in Texas City. Yeah, And I said, if he doesn't go up to four before 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 this arc,
0: I'll be upset. Yeah. So go for it, PK. <laughs> see, on one, I ain't very pleasant. On two, I get
1: mean... And now he turns the dial up to two. Oh no, he's turning the dial on his yeah. forehead as he grabs like the stagecoach front like, like the, the motorcycle handles
0: almost. Yeah, like it's like it's like reins. Yeah. I don't know why they would have those, but it's whatever. Because look at it, like they don't yeah. have a steering wheel. It's like an actual reins you would stir a horse on. Yeah, it's weird. Okay, go but whatever. For it. He grabs the reins, effectively, go for it. But just for you, I'm going right up to three As, as he, he grabs the reins and Holds <laughs> head back and bashes it. He, right into the front of the motorless carriage, and
1: he drives his skull and shatters the engine with a karang. And, and guys and
0: luggage go flying off the carriage. Yeah, people just go and fucking flying everywhere. And if Judge, I'm okay. So what you said, if he doesn't go to four, I'm gonna be mad. If Judge Judge does not fight him at four, I'm gonna be mad. Define fight him. I. I want to see a good fight. I want. I want to see. I want to see at least a page, at least two pages, six panels, of them trading blows and like Judge Dread trying to get his gun or a knife. All right. And Mean Machine like it's it's strength versus dex. I'll remind like, you. One hit from Mean Machine and Judge Dread is knocked on his ass. I'll remind you we are in Judge Dread where things tend to happen pretty quick. That's why I only said two pages. You said six panels. Yeah, six, six panels? panels over two pages. Alright. Well this all is what? Right. One, 2 we'll see. We'll one, see. two, three, four, five. This is five panels. <laughs>
1: five you're revising it to five panels has to be a fought between Judge Dre. I want to see
0: a two-page five panel fight with him at four.
1: That's l- gonna be a little That's a lot of numbers, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two page it's
0: very five specific. panel fight
1: at four. Got it. Um That's what I want out of this. Now we see Me Machine is looking over to the side and underneath like uh an awning with like a post. There are a couple of guys just with sheet-eating grains looking yeah. at what's going on. And Mean Machine looks over to him. Go for it, PK. Are you bozos laughing at, me, at the Mean Machine? And Junior calls out to him.
0: Don't stand for it, Mean. Go get
1: him, feller. To which... Mean machine fucking runs right at them and fucking headbutts the post that holding up the awning and it comes Rawr, crack and it comes down on those guys. Holy shit. And he just brings part of the building down. I lands. wanna
0: see this kind of action when he fights Judge Dredd. This is what I wanna see. Put a pin
1: in it. We'll see. Hold it for a week. We have to find out. I'm not gonna tell you what happens. Um this, uh we have Paw and everyone is heading up towards a hotel. You yeah. know, with big old hotel written on the front of it.
0: Leading the judge child by by a
1: leash. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Paw Angel, this here's a hotel. Come on, boys. I can do it with a hot bath. Paw ordered the best rooms, and Paw Angel now has the proprietor of the inn, a very Patton Oswald looking gentleman, by the scruff, by the like the like the lapels of his shirt, yeah. holding him. And between him, you can see the 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 uh, slant-eyed or, or thin-eyed Judge Child and the bigger guy with the the peaked cap and the crossbones. Uh, The proprietor
0: then is saying to Pa's face, s- s- "Sorry, Earthmen, the the presidential suite is already taken." Well, then
1: we'll untake it. Come here, you. And uh, Pa puts his head in the <coughs> spittoon. Shoves his head <coughs> in the spittoon. When pa, when pa asks, "Pa, gets savvy. When y'all get finished cleaning out this spittoon, send for the town lawman here. You know, you know where we'll be." And the guy says from face down on his platoon.
0: Yes, sir. Good one. Thank
1: you. In the presidential suite, PK, what's going on?
0: Um, a mole man. <laughs>
1: now this is interesting. It's What the oh, fuck oh, is so, um, He looks like Mr. Burns, but look
0: at Okay, go from this
1: Go from this panel to the upper upper like left one on the next page and look at the guy head on.
0: Oh my god, those are his eyes? Yeah. I thought it was like a really slanted forehead. Mm-mm. No, okay. So, he looks like He has me, a chameleon eyes, eyes on stalks. but he has like a Mr. Burn Okay, go on. Uh, go.
1: Anyways, in the presidential suite, this guy is like sitting in one of those old tiny high backed bathrooms. Like Owen
0: like Owen Wilson and 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 Jackie yes. Chan yes. in Shanghai Noon.
1: Yes, that kind of shit. And then he's scrubbing himself with a big old brush as Pa barges in Well well, having a scrub up ain't that convenient. As Pa just starts hap- hopping in the fucking bath, clothes on with this guy.
0: The like, balls on Pa.
1: And Junior's like, right over the guy's shoulder. Go for it, Junior.
0: <laughs> you, want, you want your dad bathe?
1: <laughs> Water's just fine, Pa! And the guy in the tub, what's the meaning of this? Get out! This is my suite! And Pa just sidles right up next to him. Sits in the down. bathtub next to him. He puts an arm around his shoulder. It was your suite. Link, show this fellow to his new quarters. To which Link, now we know his name, name, the fourth guy of the Angel Gang with the hat, says, Sure thing, Pa." To which PK... (laughs) What happens? His new quarters. The
0: very next panel, it shows those guys that just had the awning dropped on them. Yep. uh, You know, by Mean Machine, by cracking the pillar. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the the, the lawman is now coming to talk to him. Uh, Lawman... How do you know he's a lawman? Uh, he's got like a duster and a, and a sheriff's badge and a 10-gallon and a hat on. What else do you know us about? Oh, him? he's a Cthulhu man. <laughs> Thank you so much. He's I, one of the guys from I, the, the the Eternal Prison from, from Dark Demon, Demon Souls. Souls. Literally, I called him Cthulhu man in the
1: fucking notes.
0: So, well, well done.
1: He's got an octopus face.
0: Yeah, But, but above the most them... Of, the most of that man who was just in the bathtub yeah. is now just... Flying out the window. Bodily. Face naked. First out the window. Crash
1: as it explodes outwards. Um, and then from outside you hear, This is the law. Open up in there. Open up, I say. Went for a Zoidberg impression, kind of. <laughs> That's and good. Junior is drawing two pistols as Pa is scrubbing his shoe. Now
0: washing... And he's, is washing, he his undressing?
1: Sh- or he's, is- no, he's just washing his shoe... That he is still wearing in the tub.
0: Laundry and a bath. Can't top that. You, you know,
1: well, in the... Save close, water. In the close foreground, we can see the judge child, Owen Chrysler has just been, like, tied yeah. to the bed. Yeah. Which is kind of creepy. But uh, Junior has a line. You heard
0: him, Pa. Can I do it?
1: Can I? Bless your nasty little heart, Junior. All right. I'd be no kind of Pa if I didn't, you le- didn't let you have a little fun. To which... PK, what happens?
0: Uh, a bunch of bullets go flying through the door, and the lawman is shot through the leg and twice through the gut, and maybe through the head. Yeah, and he you're... is fucking dead. Cthulhu, Sheriff Cthulhu is no more. <laughs> Sheriff Cthulhu is no more. And uh... that's something I never thought I would say while getting oh, judged. Red, I'm gonna text it to the group chat. That's the B. Sheriff Cthulhu is no
1: more. Yep. Oh, uh, and from off-panel we hear from in the room, the A. Oh, gee, thanks, Paul. And now we see that uh, Junior is standing over the dead body of the Angel Gang. Not the dead body, the, the lawman. Yeah. While Pa has a fucking old Polaroid camera oh out
0: God. from the
1: bath and is taking a picture of Junior. It's, it's a Kodak moment. It's a Kodak moment. Go for it, PK, for Junior. The Angels is the law around here now. That's my boy. Mean as a rattlesnake. Hold it there, Junior. Let your Pa get a snap for the family album. And now we cut over... To the whole gang is there the angel gangs in the room and the the fucking judge child is a little like covered in shadow a little bit yeah look at the and he's like ominous little curling cream. his hand into a fist in front of him yeah uh, PK you had given him a very monotone calm, a very detached Zen voice yeah. right um go for that same thing but give him a little bit more stank on it now because he's getting a little
0: bit more dark drawing to him go for it you blathering idiots. You think you're safe here, but you're wrong. You're all going to die. You, and then Junior's response. You little runt. You shouldn't
1: ought to say things like that about us. And now we turn the page and Junior is standing on the bed over top of the judge child, beating him with an open hand. Yeah. As the guy is, again, tied around the neck to the bed as Junior is saying to him.
0: I'm gonna kill him, Paul! I'm gonna slap his stupid, muty face off! I'm gonna! Easy Junior as Paw's getting up up out of the bath, bath, of course. In his clothes. In
1: his clothes, because, I mean, this is an easy way to get around censorship, right? Yeah. They're just yeah. so trashy, they don't bother taking their clothes off. And Paul has to, like, wrap an arm around Junior's neck to pull him off of Owen Chrysler. Don't kill him! The kids tell him the future!
0: He's, the kid can tell the future. He's worth his weight in gold. But he's lying, Paw! We ain't gotta die! We ain't!
1: And then we get a cut back to the judge child, and he like, he's just, got, like,
0: even matter... He's looking pretty menacing right now, and he says... Death is coming for you. I have seen him. Death for all of you. Death in black. From
1: Dread's Log. And now we cut to Judge Dread.
0: i did did... this comic too, you know. What
1: is Judge Dread doing, PK? Actually, no, I'll read his Dread narration real quick. Day 84, 800 hours. The Judge Child came to me last night in a vision. What? (laughs) I knew our search was nearly at an end. PK, what's happening in this panel?
0: Judge Dread is lounging drinking some Synthacath. Or yep. Synthabrew, or whatever. What was
1: it? Cynthia Caff. the We don't know that for certain, but I assume it's Cynthia. And he's
0: doing what he always does when he lounges, reading a book labeled "Law." Mm-hmm. Do you remember in the in the new in the new Judge Dread comics we had, which is like a year old now? Yeah. But like, he talked about the demolishing of the building he used to live in, the mega Yes. Building, and he said, yes. I would lounge there and read my law books. He mentions that. He mentions that. That's insane. And the fact that <laughs> Dude.
1: I, I really do enjoy the, 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 the amount of material they keep referencing yeah. back to. it's
0: cool because we just read that stuff and then they flash yeah. back to it. 40 years in the future. Yeah. Uh, so he's lounging there, drinking some synthacaf, reading a law book. But
1: PK, what's notable about else in this panel that's going on here in the background?
0: Uh, the Judge Shall has appeared, and he's like a like a like a <laughs> psychic manifestation, a vision from light from light years away, and like the sun is rising behind him,
1: kind yeah. of thing. Like it's just
0: glowing radiantly. Yeah, and Judge Dredd is just like less than impressed. <laughs> Dredd is looking up, like, like I he's, was he's, busy.
1: He's looking at him. As though he just came in the room and said, uh, "Judge Judge Dredd, uh, um, I, I I know I know you're like Shitter's clogged. I, I, I kind of do del- like yeah yeah that that or like or like you're double parked. Judge yeah, Dredd. Like that kind of thing. <laughs> Dredd's looking up and he says." Quite a bag of tricks, aren't you? As though he was expecting this. Yeah. To which Owen Chrysler, who said, "Well, seen- he
0: did just write in his book." Well, okay, no, he wrote that after the division, so never mind. True. So uh, Owen Chrysler,
1: though, is sitting kind of crisscross applesauce Indian <laughs> style, and he gestures uh, and
0: says to Judge Dread, "Even I don't know the full extent of my powers yet. I'm learning all the time. Watch." As he summons multiple eagles! They're like flying out of
1: the symbol on his forehead. Yes, they are! The birthmark. The birthmark on his forehead. They're flying at Judge Dredd, and Dredd is, again, he's nonplussed. Uh, Very cute. Still a boy at heart, eh? It wasn't so boyish the way you sent Pharaoh and Prosser to their death. So, he's calling them out on his shit. Okay. Right off the bat.
0: Hell yeah. What does the Judge Child say? I saw a possible future, and I steered them into it. So what? They deserve to die. And now the Judge Judge Child floats up
1: in front of Judge Dredd's face, and he's all, like, balled up And like, This is the a, first
0: time we've seen him talk this much.
1: Yeah, this, this, is, this is the, the most, most verbose he's ever been.
0: Yeah. And he says to Judge Dredd... I know. You think I'm evil, don't you? Or er, don't judge me too soon, Judge Dredd. There's evil in all of us. Even you. I'll let that pass
1: for the moment. Give me your coordinates on Xanadu.
0: No. It will not be so easy. There is darkness ahead, and I can see many futures, but not my own. As he's got his hands gesturing all weird, he's like now shrouded in shadow, his brows
1: all causing like shadows over his eyes. Keep going.
0: The final act has begun. Let it be played out to the end. And now we cut four. PK, that's pretty cool, though. Like That's... We just got more personality in, what? Uh, three, one, two, three, four, four panels... panels. Than thirty progs,
1: honestly, and I'm really curious about this now. So he steered him into it. So put a big pin in that. We yeah. talk about that, okay? Because we've talked a lot about what what the Judge Child's powers entail and what they don't. We're gonna discuss that this prog.
0: So he can see multiple futures and just steers them to the ones
1: that kill them, or he sees them dead, effectively. So now we cut to Xanadu, and we have a new a new dread log. Xanadu, a barren volcanic rock on the far edge of the Johansson Cluster. Dick, De- put a pin in that. Johansson, De- yeah. Uh, or Johansson. Johansen Cluster. Declared an open planet in 2078. As such has become the haunt of fugitives from all over the galaxy. No doubt we'll meet some familiar faces. They must be ignored. Our only business here is to find the Angel Gang and the Judge Child. Some
0: familiar faces. So... This is like a ha- haven for. Criminals. This is the most izly cantina. This is the wild west. I feel like well, I'm but... Han. You're chewing, We're in that <laughs> fucked up
1: bar. <laughs> I love it so much. Justice One's instruments located the Angel Gang's hijacked spacecraft crashed in a large settlement, and there are a bunch of guys outside, and they are stripping this thing for. Parts. Hell yeah! It's 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 like a, it's, it's like Thor. a it's it's Thor. Like, Ragnarok. It is. It's that. It's literally it's, that. It's a
0: cartoon. You look how the cartoons were like. The guy looks away and he looks back and his, his wheels are gone. He's on cinder blocks. Yeah. and holding it's, two sticks. Oh, what's um uh National Lampoon.
1: Yeah. Where all the hubcaps are just gone. Everything's gone. Um and we see that Justice One is hovering over this group as there's just a just a field team of guys just stripping this whole ship. Um and I think it's Larder who yeah. says this line. Go for it. That's what happens when you kill your pilot. Of course, that's what Larder would say, right? (laughs) Don't kill me, Judge Dredd. Please don't make me do drugs.
0: (laughs) You'll do the drugs if I say
1: so, Larder. (laughs) You know what? Just because you told me not to, you better start doing the drugs. (laughs) Just Um, start now. I'll tell you what to stop. uh, No, this is kind of addicting, getting other people to do drugs. Um, (laughs) I could probably sell this. Uh, Scavenger is already at work. Okay, let's cut this short. Hershey, get the Xanadu currency. Dredd addressed the crowd, and there's like a, a hatch is open to the side of Justice 1. Dredd is up on there with a couple of bags, like big bags, like... Like the Joker the, in the, in
0: the bat at the in the Batman was like just throwing the money to the, it's the those. It's those
1: things, but not duffel bags. The old timey like they're big
0: br- sacks of money, like the guy in the striped shirt with the it's, black pants and it, the domino mask.
1: It's everything but the money sign on the side. Yeah, and Dread is calling out as people are looking up, like, "Oh, uh, my name is Dredd. Some of you may know me. Pretty kind of presumptuous."
0: Well, he said we might see some familiar faces. It I, seems to be like a place of. But it's still like, I'm, you know... I'm a pretty fucking big deal, guys. <laughs> it's
1: like, a little self-enrichious. Yeah, I'm, I'm
0: saying about nine to ten inches.
1: There's like, tw- there's like only what? I mean, a trillion planets, or a trillion stars in our galaxy, all of them having possibly dozens of planets You say about moons. ten
0: inches on a warm day.
1: Yeah. Anyways. My name is Dredd. Some of you may know me. Some of you may even be hiding from me. If so, this is your lucky day. I don't want you!
0: Hi, Dread!
1: No! I don't even want you anymore! No! Don't try to turn yourself in! I don't want it! It's like (laughs) Don't get in this jail cell! Reverse psychology! That's how it works, right there. You tell them you don't want them, and they turn themselves in.
0: Oh my god.
1: It's called reverse psychometry. Um, I'm here for one thing. Uh, One thing only. The crew of that starship! To which one of the guys looks up with a grin and calls out, Go home, law jackie! Nobody on Xanadu tells the law nothing! Maybe this will change your minds! As Dread upends one of the bags, and out of it just pours Coins. Bills and coinage.
0: They all have like hundred written on them. Yeah,
1: it's all just weird alien money that looks yeah. like our money. And The Xanadu currency that he mentioned. Exactly, and everyone, money! Everyone just goes, it's exactly what you expect. People go diving. It's raining it. money! There's two more sacks where that came from. For The man or thing that could lead me to the angel gang,
0: that's right. I have three sacks in total. I opened one to give to you, guys, all of you, that leaves but two there's more. two left.
1: He could have really overextended. Where's this? It.
0: Fucking Sesame Street,
1: but it's also like, hey, there, it's, here's the incentive, yeah, that's true. Go for the other ones, that's true. And now we see Dread is looking out over the over this with Hershey behind him, just standing there sternly, as mm-hmm. Dread says. If there's one thing I've learned, there's no honor among criminal scum like them. Someone will talk sooner or later. And probably sooner! Next prog, PK. Through the eyes of the blind! And that is going to wrap up our last prog for this episode. So, prog 176, the Angel Gang found. I gotta write that down.
0: We are rapidly approaching the end of, uh, of, uh, the 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 Dark Child.
1: Yeah, we're, we're actually catching up to the
0: Angel Gang. It's been so fucking long. I think we're gonna catch up to Judge Dredd, where it is currently, any day now. No, not in case. <laughs> if anything, if... I, I don't know, it's, the look Andy just gave me. If anything, no.
1: <laughs> we might be farther behind than when we started the podcast. Oh, don't
0: say <laughs> that. <laughs> We're going to be losing ground. How long,
1: we, how long have we been doing this podcast? About two years. Two years. Two years?
0: Uh, okay. Yeah, about four... Two uh, and a half years. Let me
1: pull up. Let me pull. Up. What do you want to give us? Give us the. Give us the benefit of the doubt.
0: Okay, it was 2019. Yep. Summer February. February 2019. Spring 2019. Not summer. Yeah. Okay.
1: So February 2019, right? So it's 2022 right now. Yeah. So we had half of. We had all of 2019, 2020, 2021, and now we're about. Uh, I'll just say 2021. So that's three years, right? Right. So three years. With roughly 52 progs uh, per year, that's 156 progs. We have covered 176, so uh, oh. we've we've gained a net 20 on them. Hey, it's as though we've only read 20 progs. That's
0: not bad. That's
1: <laughs> not great. We're barely <laughs> hey, keeping pace. We're in the black. Ah, uh, barely. Uh. <laughs> I and mean, we've got a couple of cents here in the black. It's not good. Uh, settings and places for this prog. Xanadu. We finally
0: uh, reached Xanadu.
1: A barren volcanic rock on the far edge of the uh, Johansson Cluster. Fun fact: Is the
0: Johansson Cluster an actual cluster?
1: There is an. Uh, this, it's even funnier than that in a weird way. Okay. There is an actual cluster of stars called the Johansson Cluster, spelled the exact same way with an O sun S O N instead. Which was discovered by Johansson KLV in 1981. Oh wow! Just a year later, Holy after this came out, um, Xanadu was declared an open planet in 2078, which would be eight years after oh, the bombs no. fell. Uh, eight years after the bombs fell on Earth during the atomic wars. Being an open planet apparently means that Xanadu is outside of Earth's jurisdiction right. and therefore a common haunt of criminals, which makes it. All the more curious, Dred didn't think to come here sooner, unless there are a, a lot, lot of, of them. Of i that like that's the that's the
0: impression that I got. Again, I watched True Grit last night. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of the Indian territories, which are mm-hmm. you know outside the states territories, and that's where Lucky Ned Pepper's gang goes to hide because that's outside jurisdiction. But if you get a U.S. marshal, which they did, they yeah. got you know what was uh, his name? Oh, LaBeef. Not the, the LaBeef, was the Texas Ranger. Sorry. But, yeah, they, they got the guy. You know, yeah. uh, uh, one bulldog for a one-eyed fat man. <laughs> I
1: What what this reminds me of more is 40K with, like, the massive and strong imperial man. And then Earth crisis happens. And then it all kind of crumbles and be, places become their own things. You know? Oh, yeah, that like, makes sense. Yeah. So uh, it makes sense that the Atomic War
0: happened in roughly eight years later. Or, you know, when the British Empire colonized all of Africa and India and then said, Ah, pull out. And everything with the shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not that imperialism was good, but just the infrastructure.
1: There's a really lot... There's a lot of... Oh, no. imperial,
0: imperialism was the cause of the shit, because they, they, well, they established all these colonies, and then, like, ah, fuck you guys, and left.
1: Uh, After it, taking everything nice. There's a weird... There's a really interesting, like, through line across all of the um, Malazan books yeah. about, like, imperialism versus, like, the, the, the goods and bads of imperialism. How, like, it brings order and structure and law, whereas... It also brings all the horrible things, things that, with it. Yeah. Um, Industry and... Yeah. And it, it, the, the author doesn't present it as good or bad. He, he presents, it for, presents it for what it is. He presents it from both sides. Okay. He presents it from the people who are being colonized and from the people World. who are doing the colonization. Yeah. So I it's mean, I've read a
0: lot of British history. I've read about, you know, I've read my Kipling. I have not read Kipling. Oh, uh, you have the Jungle Book. You, you know, oh. You you he uh, writes a lot about Indian uh Fair. Uh, India, India. India, fair. About the colonization there. Um, characters for A little racist, part. but that was for the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, un- it's to be expected, at least, from back then, I would say. Yeah. Um, not that it's okay, but, you know, it's to be expected. Characters. We get reintroduced to all members of the Angel Gang, Pa, Junior, and knee Machine, but now we have Link. The, Link! The last, hereto, unnamed member of the Angel Gang, identified by his peak cap with a skull and crossbones in the front. We don't really have... Like if Mean Machine's the muscle, Junior's the the mean one. Junior's the the psycho. The, the psycho.
0: Yeah. Pause. The
1: pause. The ringleader. I don't well, know what Link is. <laughs> well,
0: he always like a like a like a an everyman. He like you know he was one dragging the Judge Child. He's like maybe he has a engineering skills or. <laughs> Maybe he's the smart one. Maybe, maybe, he's maybe he, big. He, he could be the brains. You know, you never know. He's silent, so maybe he is smart. I don't know. He does
1: talk though. He does talk this.
0: this yeah, ball. you're but right. Not, for he the hasn't first time. Much, though, he hasn't talked much before right. now. And plus, we know there's also Rat who We haven't yet to meet. I don't think we we'll meet him for ten, two more years. I
1: have no clue. Oh, I he's right know. there
0: on the wall. Uh, I know he's on the wall,
1: but I have no clue when we meet him. Um,
0: I didn't acknowledge technology. Rat Fink is the schemer who left.
1: Ah. I wonder when he left chronologically within the story. It's got to be before they met the Judge Child, obviously. Yeah. Um. Items technology of note: Mean Machine's dial goes from surly to mean to vicious to brutal, and the highest we have seen Mean Machine go was mean. This issue. Yeah, it was the three. No, he went to three. Yeah, vicious. Sorry. Vicious. So we get to see to see see brutal. And you said. You're gonna be disappointed if he there isn't like a a five panel two page fight two page five panels over two pages that seems kind of like five panels you fit usually on one page
0: okay so, so yeah well, I was in big panels big I'm, panels okay. I want one I want you know it two page I'm just gonna say two pages two pages okay fair we'll see what happens no promises we'll see what happens because I'm not great at panel layout in my head
1: yeah oh that's understandable and also just the. I would say it'd make more sense in um, in modern comics because the, pan- the the panels are so much bigger, right? Yeah. So I could get that. Whereas these ones, it's a they're lot. Very,
0: they're very small. and They have a lot of detail they in them. They cram a lot into them.
1: Um, terrible slang. Made up words. Judge dread one-liners. Sorry, Earthmen. The presidential suite is already taken. Then untake it. Then we'll untake it. Then we'll untake it. Gotta love this line that Pa and the gang aren't geniuses. They're just mean and dumb. Yeah, and they're just bullies. mean dumb.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And like, what's to say, and uh, Keen not getting his way, savvy, something like that. It's all it's, you know what? What's interesting though,
1: the fucking movie really plays up the religious aspect. It of really
0: these does, guys. and, and they, there's nothing about that in the it, book. Not at all. Not at all. Not even a little bit, so far. Right. Not even a mention of, of Christianity. Yeah. Though to be fair,
1: there was a lot of religious iconography and stuff when we originally went into the cursed earth the
0: first time
1: yeah but not this the, time right not, or not with these people specifically
0: and there was always like the, the implication that like what did we talk about last time we said there was the implication that the big city there was no real religion in the big city yeah and it's all spread out all over the, the countryside much like how it was in you know yeah. The 1940s. And, I mean, now, fifties t- And now.
1: Even now, you're more likely to find religious people in rural areas, areas than as, you are as in... As opposed to urban areas. Exactly, right? Um. So, yeah, I, I totally get that. That fits the theme. Also, I think Judge Dredd mentions that um when Father Earth showed up, like, there's all these crazy cults always popping yeah. up on the coast of Earth, right? So, you know, makes sense. I, I'll track it. But it's interesting that that the movie chose that on its own. Which so, yeah, it chose
0: to get in the... I guess they're trying to go to the their, their religious... Zeal- they, like, combined two things. Yeah. Eh, not bad. The not religious bad. zealotry with the cursed orders with the... With the... The, the, the mean... The, the, the angel family. Did you ever do... I know you've played a lot of cyberpunk. Did you ever do that Buddhist qu- monk quest? Oh for- my
1: god, I did all of them. That's a really... There's
0: more than one? There's, like, four of them. We You find them all over the city. There's one for water, fire. Oh, earth. not
1: that one! I mean, where a Buddhist monk oh. guy gets kidnapped and, and he gets forcibly yeah, replaced. Yeah, I
0: did that one too. That's fucked up. That's fucking brutal. I met them again,
1: and and you talk to him, and they and like they you meet the the pair of them, the brothers or whatever they are, and the, the guy is still trying to like come to terms with his own.
0: Losing yeah. his flesh?
1: yeah, and effectively losing his soul in a way. Um, anyways, terrible slang. Last one. I uh, the one of the scavengers calls Dread a law jockey, which I like. That's such a, a weird. What's
0: what do they call the pilot way back in the Curse of Earth? Sky jockey.
1: Oh my god! Are you talking about Red, who was flying? I am. I went right there, didn't I? Yeah, I forgot um, his name
0: until you said he it.
1: Flew a bat a bat strat. Um, and I forget what his a strat title was the stratbat. I forget what his name was. It was his something jockey. Was. You know what? I'm gonna pull up. I wanna okay. Let me let me go, use my search function, and we're gonna go for uh, red.
0: Because Jackie, I always thought was a term for pilot.
1: Um. There's red Christmas. <laughs> there is <laughs> blood of Satanus. We're looking at early cursed earth. Earth. And part one, here we go. Um Death Belt, red, original the version vaccine play of <laughs> technology, terrible slang, plague man. I don't have anything for it. Shit. I'm sorry. Maybe my I'm apologies. Wrong. I mean I'm gonna trust your instinct on it, but I I just don't recall it off the top of my head. I'm not gonna go back and look. Um care uh la- next thing we have. Uh monsters. We see an alien man who, if I can say, I I, I had this pulled up and I think I closed it out.
0: The uh, the guy in the bathtub, guy with the eye stalks. Oh, you know yeah. what he
1: reminds me of?
0: Those guys from Star Wars: uh, Return of the Jedi, the Gran from yeah. Star
1: Wars. However, the only difference is that the Grand are typically have three, three eyes, eyes and not two.
0: So I remember in Super Return of the Jedi for the Super Nintendo, those guys were like mini bosses in the in the Jabba's Palace level. I fucking. Hated them. I, Holy shit, they were assholes. I
1: remember playing the the bounty hunter game. Oh my god. As Boba as, Fett. And that was like. Django Fett, right? Django Fett, I think, yeah. And you would have the For little. guys 2. You'd have that come up, and I'm like, you had to like tie guys up. I fucking loved that game. That was a good ass game back in the day. Hell yeah. Um, Remake that shit. God damn it. LucasArts uh. Studios. I mean,. Uh, Disney? Disney? EA, <laughs> EA has Star Wars right now.
0: Oh, I think they hurt. got rid of
1: it. I think that someone bought it out. I think Disney might have bought it out and I okay. fucking hope so I forget with what with what, if that's true or not. Also, Junior shoots the local sheriff lawman, who's basically a Cthulhu man in a duster. Yeah, which I love that. It's a cool design. I want him to have his own. Style. I would like to create his backstory. I, I want to know what his what's going on with him. Why um. not,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love the Zoidberg right voice. I love a sandwich from the dumpster. Um, local... Uh, maybe I could have the box? No. The box says
1: no. <laughs> World building. According to Dred's log, we are 84 days into this journey, as of the end of this last prog, meaning it has been four days since the crew dealt with Rhinus Limpopop Quince. <laughs> okay? Yeah. So four days have passed. That was a weird adventure. Let's never talk about that one again. Or the fact that we just shot Lopez out an airlock because I killed him. <laughs> um, well, I'll think about that one
0: later. It'll guilt me in a hundred prongs.
1: <laughs> we see... A thousand prongs. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll deal with that tra- that trauma 20 years down the line. We see Dread reading his law books for the first time in a long time. Yeah! It's been a long time since we've seen that. Since we've seen him just lounging. Mm, the law. That's all he does, law. Um. So... Here's where we get into the Judge Child stuff. I gotta talk about this. Okay. The Judge Child is able to communicate telepathically with Judge Dredd over a great distance in space,
0: one presumes. Uh, He might not have known he was able to do that, because he he does say, I'm discovering new powers every day.
1: We get a new power, not much explanation, but we've seen similar communication, albeit not as detailed, from Judge Anderson, who telepathically communicated with other Psy Division judges when she was being puppeted by Judge Judge Death. Yep. So, this is along the same line we have like precogs being able to do this type the of psychic
0: stuff. network it's a thing yeah um within i think we're part of it because we keep sending messages to each other or end we end just times. hang out way too much Ah, uh, yeah um <laughs> within Are this... you exactly what you were talking about in the return of the jedi guys
1: dude you it, so far we're like fucking one for one every time dude,
0: we're fucking playing password
1: oh my god yeah that's good uh code names code right? names i love code names play code names guys it's fun Within this illusion-slash-telepathic link, the uh, Owen Kreiser tells Judge Dredd that yes, he did steer Pharaoh, the garbage god, and Prosser, the pilot who jigs- got jigsaw disease, towards their deaths. He claims that they were evil, evil people and deserved it. and warns Judge Dredd against judging him too quickly. There is evil in all of us, even, even you. you. Now, I find that interesting. Do you think he's speaking in generalities, or is he really looking into Judge Dredd's mind and seeing what lines behind the stony facade? I
0: would like to believe that he is speaking, not in generalities, but looking and seeing in Judge Dredd's mind. And that's what's warped him to become evil. The very second empathy makes you evil because you sense everyone's 1% evil and that adds, everyone's evil, so I should destroy the world. Maybe he's looking at like, you know, hey Dredd, You've not given a shit about people who
1: are having mental health crises and try to kill themselves. Yeah. So you're kind of an asshole too. You know? So like, that's
0: it's has been uncaring. Psychic powers make people evil is a is a it's kind of an X Men trope. I mean, I am currently reading the Phoenix Saga right now. Exactly. Literally right now. Like,
1: I mean, it's 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 in a weird part right now, um, I'll admit,
0: because the... Are they fighting the... The, the Empire the sciar- or whatever? Yeah, the Shiari or whatever they are. I remember that they issue. I'm just like, oh, With so we're just past- Goliath is there? Yeah. It's one of those or things Gladiator. like...
1: It's Goliath. Goliath. Goliath, okay. Um, but it's also one of those things where it's like... Um, so, yeah, uh, for those who haven't read the X-Men comic, if you are listening to this and you haven't read X-Men, but in the Dark Phoenix Saga, in the original one of it, Jean Grey gets Dark Phoenix unlocked at a really inopportune time and, like, zips into, like, all the way across the galaxy, kills a star, which has a billion people and a planet around it, like, five billion people on a planet, and then comes back to Earth. And it's like,
0: okay. And the sheer empire's like, you are on trial for killing a billion fucking people! But it's
1: also like, why the fuck would you go across the galaxy to get a star that's, one, is, like, right nearby... And it's like okay, she's got some empathy left. It was just like, weird. yeah, she didn't it's want to
0: kill the people next door.
1: Complex. It, but she came back to kill them. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, point being, um uh Owen Owen tells dread that he cannot peer into his own future, merely the future of others, which I kind of like this limitation on the power. It's the
0: opposite of Dr. Manhattan.
1: It's also kind of the opposite of uh knowing with Nicholas Cage.
0: It's, uh I haven't seen that. Really, I was gonna say it's like voodoo, like uh, like uh, Doctor Facilier, like I can do all kinds of things, but none for myself. Interesting.
1: Is that from a Frog
0: Prince? It is.
1: Interesting. I never uh, the Frog Princess. The Frog or, Princess. Um, and and in knowing with Nicolas Cage, it's really cool because what he'll do is he'll stop, and then you'll see like hundreds of him going in different directions because he's looking at all the different possibilities, uh. and like one of him will like. Uh, they'll do this regularly throughout the movie, where he'll be walking down a hallway and he'll like just a bomb goes off, and he's like, then it just it just rewinds and he's like back in a chair. Not that way. Not <laughs> that way. And he just he can literally just do that, and it shows how powerful being able to look at your own future is. Yeah,
0: there's it's a lot of fun. There's I like that an movie. anime called Tengen Toppa Gurren Lagann. Holy shit! And near the end of it, they're fighting these guys that are you know so mathematically and scientifically advanced, and like they're like. You know, they're like, shoot missiles at them, and they're like, we're gonna dodge out of the way. And like, somehow they hit us with all eight barrages, and like, they can control probability.
1: Oh, shit, that's not good. So, like, so good at win- math? Yeah,
0: there's like, they can control probability. like, no matter where you dodge, where sh- the course of their missile is gonna hit.
1: Wow, because they know exactly where you're gonna dodge effectively. Yeah. That's interesting. I wonder how they work against orcs. <laughs> <laughs> um, the 40k orcs, specifically.
0: Yeah, who can warp probability.
1: Um... Last thing for world building about you, I want to ask you about Dread again. Here, this is not the first time it's happened. It's like the second time. Freely bribes the citizens slash scavengers of Xanadu to get information on the location of the Angel Gang with money that was originally budgeted for the mission by Judge Winslow, who Dread promptly removed from the mission, thereby probably saving his life. Yeah. How do we feel about Dread
0: bribing people to get what he wants in relation to his harsh views on the law? Dread has a goal, yeah, and. Oftentimes, his goal will warp his uh, beliefs. At times, really? his, right now, his goal get the judge child. and sometimes it warps his values to the point of there are criminals here, but I'm going to let them be because I want to c- accomplish this, this m- goal, this mission I have set for myself. The
1: hierarchy of needs, right? Like, yeah. This the the mission comes before all else, basically. Yep. So when Dread has a mission. So maybe this would be like a law that we put for ourselves kind of thing. When Dread has a specific mission, he does not care as much about the law or is able to like put all the law stuff to the side to accomplish the mission. Yeah, he does not care about it at all, but he cares less about it. That being said, the last example and the only example I can think of of him bribing someone outside of this is bribing Max Normal. To just get, like, information of what's going on on the street.
0: Max normal is his CI, so his criminal informant. Oh, nice, nice. I didn't know that. that. I've been watching a lot of The (laughs) Wire.
1: You've been watching a lot of shit. My bad. I I should know this shit. Um, Death count for this issue. We do not know if the not-gran who gets thrown out the window uh, survives, or if the people crushed by the awning survive, but the... Cthulhu Lawman is most Indeed. certainly
0: dead. Yeah, because the law, the Angel King the law now. Yeah,
1: and they shot him to death through the door by uh, with by Junior. Angel Junior shot just killed that guy. Junior likes to kill a lot. Yeah, and we're gonna learn. If you didn't think they were vicious
0: already, wait until the next prog because they get pretty vicious. Um, um, but me, Machine's like, "Oh, would have," you know, like. I'm the meanest. I'm the nastiest, and all he does is like break a guy's cart and he just drop an awning on people. That's like his Junior only Junior will kill you, Junior,
1: and throw you out into space. Junior will do worse shit, you'll find out real quick. Remember when he'd like,
0: he like he just launched those guys out in the space, yeah, bunch people and watch them pop. Yeah, it was fucked up. It was real fucked up. There's more stuff, worse stuff, which is why I feel more, imp- even though like, like mean when she's like, I'm the biggest and baddest, I feel like he has a better chance of being redeemed than anyone else. Hmm. I don't know if he does Does he get redeemed? I think he might. Wow. I think I might know that.
1: That's interesting.
0: He appears later as a villain. I know he lives through this arc. All right. Okay. He appears later as a villain a few times and might be redeemed I'm trying to much think, later on. Cuz I've read I,
1: I just in order to you know prep the the zinger for this episode I read the next 3 issues yeah. to like get them in fresh in my head and write the zinger and I'm trying to think of what happens if if anything to mean machine. And I'm thinking, like, does he does whatever happened with him and Dread? does he survive it? I don't recall. So we're, maybe we'll find out. Maybe we'll find out. Uh you ready for our last segment of the podcast, PK?
0: Quickly becoming my favorite segment. Mega City One Mail Meta
1: is better. In this new segment we read, or in this segment, I'll oh, put new, we read your wonderful comments and critiques about the punk cast, Judge Dread, and our experience in reading it. And the time to make sure... Uh, so... Time to make sure you're never caught up on all the trivia and comments because here comes another batch of them BK. Oh shit. This week we return to Slow, our yeah! fa- our fa- our first and What's
0: up, Slow? our
1: first fan who to write in with encyclopedic knowledge of the Megaverse.
0: They are so fucking cool.
1: This is only part of the email they sent our way and it is full of some awesome tidbits, okay? Some of this stuff fair warning, we have covered since th- their email came to me. And we did naturally kind of like, oh, go back and correct stuff, so on and so forth. Okay. Or, or notice that we were off on things. But it's it's still appreciate that they care enough to yeah. point it out. So we're going to get into this, okay? Okay. So, uh, firstly, in Prague 155, which, let me scroll back real quick yeah, here. Yeah, what the fuck was that Prague? Prague 155 was... With, we weren't in space yet. Oh, um, this is why. Prog 155 is another rare 2000 AD prog without a dread story. So, Um, remember to number everything correctly. They were warning us ahead of time. And I fucked up and didn't do it. I remember that. It was was right at the beginning of this case file. Okay. But I wound up fixing it. We've been on the right number for a while now. Poifect. Uh, so, so remember to number everything correctly. They say another hurdle will come in Prague 195. Keep remind me uh, as there are two dread stories in that one. Oh wow! But they're not reprinted next to each other in the case files. One of the stories is part of a story arc. The second story, which is a complete standalone, only gets reprinted once that short arc is finished. So it like after that arc gets finished, they've reprinted. Basically, as an addendum at the end. Okay. So, we'll work on that when we get there. Thank you for letting us know that's slow. Yeah. Um, Aside from that, I don't know where you got the idea that the magazine stories are any less canon. Quite the opposite. The higher page count allows for more stories and much more world building, not to mention the fact the magazine is where most of the non-Dread stories set in the Dreadverse are printed. Contributing to heaps of world building and having frequent co- crossovers with both Dread and with each other. So, the magazines, which we have a couple of, Yeah, those talk about are those being...
0: super canon. Okay. So, so, those were less canon and it's uh, the yeah, opposite.
1: It is the exact opposite. So, now they're we know. more
0: canon than Judge Dread. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, still, there are apparently still, you know, like the, the holiday special things. Yeah. Where apparently, it's kind of wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. We're not sure. Right. We'll learn as we go. Um, now on to comments and trivia on the episodes published in the meantime, chronologically. Okay? Oh shit! One, remember when PK said he hopes that the next time we see Otto Sump, he's a successful man living his best life? Well, <laughs> put a pin in that. Oh no! Otto Sump was comes he back. the
0: guy uh, at the in the RVs?
1: Yes, that was the ugliest man alive. Yeah, he comes back. Put a pin in that. Oh my god! Yeah, I know what happens with Auto Sump too. I do not. I do, and it 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 gets the weird.
0: ugliest man alive who won the game show and got a uh, uh what was it a uh, sob story sob story. Yep. Oh my god! So you said
1: I wish him the best, and he lives his best life. Slow says, "Put a pin in it." We're coming back to it. Oh my god! I
0: love that they use our
1: fucking terminology, dude. It's it's so good. Uh, Our shitty terminology. Number two in the Great Muldoon, You got on a tangent about how Houdini, about Houdini being buddies with both Lovecraft and Doyle, Arthur Conan Doyle. Yep. Well, guess what? There is a 2080 story titled "Necronauts" about the adventures of those exact that exact bunch of people. (laughs) About about houdini, houdini doyle, doyle and HP lovecraft all there's a story in 2080 the necronauts with those three going on adventures together apparently. okay that sounds fucking dope that's hilarious i really want slow you're really selling me on the idea of reading just the 2000 2080 going is. back to 1978 I, I can't do and it buying
0: every issue of 2080 i can't
1: do it slow it's can't. too much it's is too that much. enough time in the world there's not um Number three, in The Invisible Man, it is said that invisibility... Remember I told you to put a pin in it, right? 10 years out, dude. 50. In The Invisible Man, it is, 50 it years is said out. that invisibility will not be possible for an, at least 50 years. Aside from all the silliness of this story, and there's a lot, trust me, invisibility actually appears later in comics, much sooner than those 50 years. I can't pinpoint... I'm not surprised. Neither am I. Uh, I can't pinpoint its first appearance at the moment, but Black Ops Mega City One judges with invisibility suits are actually a big part of the Trifecta arc from 2013, so about 33 years later.
0: Well, he wasn't that far.
1: <laughs> you and I have something to look forward to, you know, when we're 70, <laughs> we're doing this podcast. If I'm not doing this in the last
0: day of my life.
1: Dude, <laughs> I, I don't know how we're going to... Uh, how, I don't know how do we quit this because we we're can't. never gonna catch up we're never catching we up
0: well, I, just, I can't wait for do? the day I as much as I love Judge Dredd I can't wait for the day where I hear Judge Dredd finally stopped printed thank god I, at I time, stand a chance of catching up we'll never go into we'll never do it though but like if I if I know that it ends I can see a finish line I really right can. now I can't even see a fucking finish line it's never line. gonna finish
1: it's never gonna finish dude
0: um Number four. Wagner. I I'm going to find you. And, and shake your hand, And love give you, you a hug, because you're the greatest writer I've ever met. Uh,
1: in, in, never met. In, never met. <laughs> in the Night of the Blood Beast, two blocks, the city blocks, right? Yep. Are mentioned as being Mega luxurious. Uh, they're called city blocks, currently. Okay, you're right. Um, Mega blocks later. Yes. In Night of the Blood these two blocks are mentioned as being luxurious. The Charlton Heston block that we've already seen. Right. And the Ricardo Montalban block. Both famous actors from the 60s. And this is word for word what Slow says. Put the biggest stainless steel pin you have in that one. As in the Ricardo Montalban block. Ricardo and
0: Montalban is... is...
1: An important... Khan. An important reoccurring character lives in the Ricardo Montalban block. Uh, Montalban Bon Block. Oh my when God. it appears, it's appropriately luxurious, and it's actually all very important to the story. It pops up a bit in the meantime and gets really important in Case Files Five. So our next Case Files. Holy again, important. shit! So, oh, hey. what's his
0: name? Orlock the Assassin. Who's this? I just don't know there's a character named Orlock the Assassin. I maybe you, that's who
1: they're talking about. Uh, I, a, don't know. I just don't know
0: there's a villain, a recurring villain named Orlock the Assassin, who's due to appear. I say soon. But I don't know the timeline. Soon Um,
1: could be eight years in the comics now, right? Because there's so much to go through. Um, Also, uh, Night of the Blood Beast. Again, dumb, dumb bullets are mentioned. Remember this, Yep. uh, Yep. Yeah. You may, you have not realized, but they're actually a real thing. Um, it's the, what? It is the informal name for hollow point bullets. Oh shit! I did not know that. So, um, okay? So fun. funnily, you thought they were some kind of special armor piercing bullets when in fact they're the opposite, designed for maximum stopping power, minimum penetration. Yeah. So cool! I did not know that. I did not know that either. I've never heard them called dum dums before. That's Me cool. Neither. So now I know hollow points. They're meant to like flatten out and just stop you basically. Yeah. Um, and last for this email, just this part of the email. Number six, in the Black Plague, both of you the and, and the characters in Universe discussed why the mutants toil in the cursed Earth, and you asked if it has been established that mutants are not allowed to enter Mega City One. The answer is yes. Remember, Mister Buzz? Yep. And we got back to that because of the Muty mm-hmm. clearances. Now it, that we it, just yeah, got
0: to. remember they're talking about in Texas City
1: uh, shoving mutants out. Exactly. They said that Mega City One had already done that. I went back, found Mister Buzz. Slow. Totally a point. Called it Re- counts as a point because we hadn't gotten to it You already right. sent the email. Awesome. Mr. Thank you so fucking much, buzz. Um Slow. You're awesome. We appreciate you so fucking much. Thank you. But PK, we have to give a little shout out to someone
0: new. Okay. Okay.
1: What? I would. We like, have other fans. I would like to give a shout out to our very first follower on Reddit. Oh my god. Named Contabixil. They didn't contact us specifically, but in checking their profile, it seemed that they were a new user who didn't have any posts. Uh, there was a little bio on their account, which reads as follows. Uh, Lightning Bolt. Hi all, Lightning Bolt. Who is the most stunning and the hot and the most fuckable? Only me. I have proof. I love cooking, sports car, and sex nine hours a day. I am bored. Write to my OnlyFans, heart. So, contextable, I would personally be happy to give you all my money, my credit card number, and my social security number, but you don't have a link to your OnlyFans in your bio, which is such a shame. Anyways, thanks for the follow. Totally not a bot. I appreciate it. And that is a real thing that we actually had, is uh, a bot followed us on Reddit. Awesome. <laughs> Which is uh, advertising for their OnlyFans. You got
0: my hopes so high. <laughs> PK. You dashed them all P.K. immediately. I got to keep
1: you humble. I got to keep you humble. <laughs> we don't want to get too big of an ego with like 75 subscribers on fucking on, on YouTube, you know? You, so. I was like another super fan
0: and it's a fucking <laughs> porn bot. Yeah. yeah. I have never felt this low. Thank I God. am lower than the arch of the human <laughs> foot. <laughs> It is. Is that a quote for something? Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, Lincoln, Tommy Lee Jones, giving a speech about I gotta people that. who wanted to keep slavery. He's like, You are lower than the average human foot. There is cold sludge running through your veins instead of red hot blood. Wow. I gotta watch that movie. It's a good movie. Um, So. Thank you, Contextable. Thank
1: you more to Slow for these awesome emails. Keep them coming, bud. We appreciate you. I
0: felt so tall. (laughs) And
1: then everything came out from underneath me. Hey, you know, we got to take the wins we can get. At least a bot noticed us. Um, To be fair, we got another user who followed us on reddit that had almost verbatim the exact same bio except they like sex 10 hours a day oh
0: that's what i'm gonna go with you can have the nine hour a day one. yeah yeah
1: right um so actually 10 hours is too much i'll take the nine. i mean i, I mean i don't know if i can I, I i mean the the, bu- the mind is willing, willing but, but the bu- flesh is <laughs> spongy and weak <laughs> thank you so much for knowing you and it's zap Branigan. Mm. um also anyone Who's listening to this? If you want to tell us about our, all the stuff we got wrong, just like Slow did, or just say hi, or feel free to email us at dreadful email address at gmail.com. That is D R E D-R-E-W-D-F-U-L email address, A D D R E S S at gmail.com. We'd be happy with your permission to read your email live on the podcast. You can message us on Reddit. Whatever, we're happy to hear from you guys. We love you very much. We don't do this for money. We do it because we love you guys, and we love Judge Dredd.
0: I love sex nine hours a day. I Uh, love sports car.
1: We can't all afford nine hours of sex a day, though, unfortunately. And for the rest of us... Afford? I mean, I I literally cannot afford to spend all that much time having sex. Oh, right. Yeah, time-wise. Now... Also, I want to remind anyone who's listening to this, you can now listen to the Dreadful Cyberpunk Cast on most podcasting apps. Check us out on your preferred listening platform. We're currently on Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, CastBox, Pocket Casts, basically anywhere quality podcasts or subpar quality podcasts like our own can be found. Yeah.
0: Um, look for quality podcast and then look for ours.
1: Yeah. If anyone is listening to this and you find it entertaining, feel free to leave a comment, subscribe, or dress as us in like a human suit and go in like a like a mall and like start doing weird performance art based oh, on us. PK. Yeah, wearing another human's face. Whatever. Any press is good press, right? Um, oh god. Next time, though, PK, you ready to hear what we got? Yeah, let's hear. Let's hear what we're closing on the end of the Judge Child. All right, PK. Next time on the Dreadful Cyberpunk Cast. We are closing in on the finale showdown between Judge Dredd and the Angel Gang. What will happen next? There's only one way to find out. PK, let me show you a quick preview of the first page of the next prog. Okay.
0: Okay. (laughs) Yo, is that that guy from the Star Wars remake? You know who the uh, Return of the Jedi remake would sing the Jedi rock song? What the fuck is going on here? Maybe you'll
1: find out next time why there's a chimp chimp wearing a Scottish hat. And aviators. And aviators. Next time on the Dreadful Cyberpunk cast, my name's Andy. And I'm PK. And this has been a dreadful recording coming to you from the The distant distant present. present.